You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 218 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, and we are doing something completely different tonight. We're doing it live. Doing it live. In person. I could, After, like, what, two, two years? Two years? I can actually, like, touch the people on this podcast right, right now. There you Boom. Go. Boom. <laughs> don't, be t- don't be touching people now. We finger-touched. Oh. <laughs> so, as you can hear, we have George motherfucking Trips. This is back here. That's live, right. Doing I wasn't going to say the curse word part, but yeah, that's right. George Trips is on and the mic. Brutal, brutal Dave is here. I am. Hi. He doesn't sound very exciting. Be excited, man. We're I'm, doing it live. This is you're going to tell us excited. about everything you've been up to for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you need you need my whole like depression story about no, horrible I, I, we, I, and no, whatever, okay. you're, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. <laughs> and then I am here too. Hi. I was about to get hi to hi Sean. Are Sean. you here? Are you? No, I'm just kidding. The metal you're pigeon. The Metal Pigeon is back. We're, we're recording an MSR cast after this. We are. Yeah. We're doing two shows in one day. Yeah. I hope I'm going to be have just as much excitement later, too. Yeah. I won't. No. <laughs> Definitely won't. Well, welcome, guys. This is great. We're actually we're actually in the same room. I have new equipment. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be better than the last time we tried to do it live. I feel like every time I come to your office, well, granted, it's been two years. Like It just gets more stuff in it. I, I eventually I'm just gonna be impressed like if you can put anything else in here. There, you can't. There's no room. No more room at all. <laughs> no, there's a corner. There's there. a spot there. Oh, yeah. uh, some, you could squeeze something in up there. Just just gotta, there's move some on, boxes over a little bit. There's nothing on the ceiling, so I think you're gonna have to move the this um Objet Dar case here. <laughs> what is it? That's wait, a great use Dar? of that term. Thank you. <laughs> I've never heard that. What, what is that term? An object of art. Yeah. Objet Dar. Wow. All right. Okay. I'll be over here with the literate people. I mean, look how fancy it is. I have this is all my my family's crystal and all that stuff from my childhood and and family heirlooms. And I have a uh, Carve Slayer in your arm sticker on it. It's it's not a sticker. It's actually sweet. And I know it is. <laughs> All right. It says employees must Carve Slayer into forearms before returning to work. You know, it's funny because like in, in my family, they have like, you know, crystal type stuff yeah. like in cases like that. Never, I've never seen that stuff get used. Oh, it doesn't ever. get used. It's not for use it's for show. I, it's just it's, it's, for just, memory it's always fascinated me that people will spend so much money and I, time and effort into. Honestly, that. I think some of that stuff in there is you know like great great grandparents type of stuff. Yeah, I don't know honestly. Yeah, but yeah. wow, I mean I could jump it all out and put more collectibles in there, but <laughs> not gonna do, not gonna do that. You could, I, but. but I'm not. How's everybody doing? Fantastic! I'm good. How's everyone else? Meh, meh, meh. It is hot outside. So. It is. It's like 
over 100 degrees today. <laughs> What's the heat index? 108 or something yeah, like that? 106, I think. Yeah. So if you hear the fan, I do have the fan going on high, so you're welcome. Dave? Yeah. How have you been? I've, I've been a lot of things. <laughs> most been, good, most bad, is somewhere good, in between. Is good one of them? Good is one of them. All right. There yeah, you go. good is one. Yeah. Before we uh, talk about anything else, I want to talk about your trip to Universal Studios. Okay. Talking about hopefully good. Mostly. I'd mostly say mostly. Good. So, uh, yeah. How long were you there? How many days did you go for? We, the whole trip uh, was 10 days. I wow. think we did five of those days were theme park days. At Universal. Right. Yeah. We, wow. we did all three parks. We did Universal, Island Adventure, and Volcano Bay. And Volcano where did you, Day? Where Volcano did you Bay. Isn't that the water, water park, park, right? Yeah. yeah. I've never been there. So we stayed we stayed at the Cabana Bay Beach Resort, which is attached to Volcano Bay. I like haven't wanted just, to stay there. We just isn't, walk cool? out of our room and walk into the park. That is cool. So uh I don't I don't like water parks yeah. personally. So, is it because you get sunburn? That's one reason. Yeah, <laughs> that is actually. Um, they are sunburn factories for me. Uh, yeah, people but, put a lot of weird stuff in, the, in that water. But I, yeah, I don't Chlorine like. Takes care of that. Like people. I get that they. Pro- yeah, I get that they process it and all that kind of stuff. But I, f- I still feel weird being in the water with everyone else. Sure, that it's, makes sense. It makes me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> like, on, like on the like a COVID level. Just, just on the icky level. I'm stewing in this water with all of these yeah. other people. Yeah. Level like it's that's really it. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, so I'll, I'll get that part out of the way quick. I didn't do much at the water park. Nope. I went and was like, no I wave was, pool for I you. was, I, I got my feet in the end of the wave pool. Do they have a lazy river? Yeah, they have two. Oh, yeah. Didn't do um, that either. No. Just sat in a donut or something. I uh, I was I was the mule that day. I volunteered to carry everyone's stuff because that's one of the things that I don't like about water parks is what do you do with stuff? They don't have lockers and stuff. They do. God, and it's a I hate it's a hassle. Yeah. I don't like the hassle of having. That's one of the things that about the universal side about all of the you got to put all your shit in a locker before you get on this ride. Most of the for, rides there are like that, right? Yes, most of the rides that's are, right, and I find anything. it kind of frustrating. Well, and that would be the goal, but that's not feasible. Mm. I'm there with like a whole group of people. That makes we sense. have to carry stuff, right? And so, but they, sometimes they make you take your hat off. You got to take wallet, some of them. You have glasses. to take literally everything off and out of your pockets, and then they put send you through metal detectors. They make you ride and like, the, the rides naked. They almost that sounds fun, actually. Is right. there like a, a good breeze in there? It's like they safety as far as like uh, you will lose this stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and honestly though, it, they're not wrong. Like some of these rides, the one the the real strict ones where they make you put literally everything on your person in a locker. Uh, some of them, I feel like it's totally justified because yeah. the ride's like okay. I would if my phone was in my pocket, it would be gone right, right now. Killing somebody so, by hitting him. So in the head. <laughs> I was gonna you five days there. Uh, how do you? So you spent one day at the water park, and the rest of it was probably in the theme, two theme parks, right? Yeah. So what do you? What do you do for those four days? I mean, I know when I'm there, it's like usually they're like one or two days. You just have to rush and get everything done. I, I guess you don't have that. That being rushed that feeling of oh i have to get it all done now yeah so um we ended up doing the five days because it was it was part of the deal that we got it was we paid for three days yeah, so we got, got two, two, free. Two, two, two free uh so that's where they get you yeah um so yeah it meant that we were kind of able to take our time and um 
go where we wanted when we wanted to and do the stuff that we wanted to do. Uh, we we tried to go. We always plan our our theme park trips around uh, low attendance times on like the crowd calendars and stuff like that. Sure. So this was supposed to be like a really low attendance time, but it turned out that it was actually just high school week <laughs> where like all of the high schoolers came. Oh, Jesus. Um, At least was, it wasn't all, all the, of, like when we were at Disney last year, it was like all the, the week we're there, it was like all the cheerleaders were just there. It was one of those kind of things. It uh, was like where all of the, the high schools had their trip and everybody yeah. came in. And it, so it was, I went to the wrong high school. Apparently it was and much, right? much busier than we were. So it, Oh my God. It was, it was we, so loud. To go to high school in Orlando. It was, it was so loud. <laughs> It was so loud. I bet. Well, we, teenagers. My, oh, yeah. My <laughs> my daughter and I were in line for the Hulk. Um, um, it was the Hulk our ride. the Hulk roller coaster, which yeah. is phenomenal, by yes, the way. It we is. Um, we did. Yeah. And uh, you know, so you know, in the big room in the queue where mm-hmm. they've got like the reactor and it's all going off. Yeah. It was so loud in there with all of the teenagers. I couldn't talk to my daughter who was standing right next to me. Wow. It was. Cacophonous in there, <laughs> and then like the hive mind work. of teenagers, like suddenly, like some little pocket of people would start clapping or hooting and hollering, and suddenly the entire room is now clapping and doing whatever the chant. It's like it's like it's hive mind. I, I like, again did I, reiterate did, teenagers. Did, did, I, did, or, did, did I do this? Was I like this? We, were, when no, I was, we, we would be the people at the corner just skulking and glaring. That's at true because I that I was that kid. Yeah, we weren't so. trying to impress all the other kids. We didn't give a shit. So anyway, anyway about your uh, your you went to. This, Volcano Bay. And with your first trip ever to Universal Studios, is that correct? It was my first trip to Orlando Universal. I went to the one in Hollywood once a really long time ago and only have a couple of memories of it. I don't remember a lot about that trip. I remember meeting Lucy. Lucy? <laughs> yeah, like uh, like I Love Lucy. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the the character in one of the areas of the park. Right. She was going around doing a, a Lucy thing. and I, That's one of the few things I remember from that trip. I always remember. Um, I, I remember that there was like a like a like a local museum or something to her. I guess I I think it so was there the there. last time I went there it was on shit. It's been close to ten years now because it was uh, when I was in college and we went there for the film. Oh yeah, trip. I remember when you did that trip. We went to Universal and I do remember a Lucy museum in there. Okay, yeah. So like, I love Lucy is like a big deal in my family. Oh, is it? Like my I I I haven't watched it in years at this point, but like there was a long period of time. It may not be as good now, but like I could watch five to ten seconds of any episode and tell you what it was and what the entire plot of the episode wow. was and all that stuff. There's a really we had, great documentary on Amazon. Um I think it's actually directed by Amy Poehler. I watched like the first part of it and it's all about the the history of Lucy and Desi and it featured a bunch of their like uh, like own home films that they've done too. Yeah, pretty interesting. Well, and and she was really important figure in media history. Yeah, well, yeah, we wouldn't have sure. Star Trek if it wasn't for Lucy. No, he wouldn't have so, a lot of stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so this is my first trip to the Orlando Universal Parks. Um, so favorite ride? Favorite ride? Mm, I'm gonna guess for him. What's your guess? Spider Man. Spider-Man was okay. I liked Not it. Not your favorite ride? No. Oh, come on. It was fine. Ride. So uh, my favorite one was probably the Velocicoaster. Oh, that wasn't out. That wasn't I open. Haven't done when that yet. It yeah. was 
So this is like uh, I think it's the most recent yeah. it's ride, the latest ride they have. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, actually, Victoria, my daughter, is sitting in the other room. Uh, she went on it with us. It was her first upside down roller coaster. Oh wow! Oh, uh, she, wow! She braved it. So. And how did it go? Uh, she's here now. She she seemed to have fun. Um, <laughs> so but, it has a little tick from it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Um, no, but it's a it is a it's a super cool ride. Yeah, it's yeah it's a it's great to be roller like coaster. Super fast, right? Like it is zero to sixty like in it's seconds. yes. So what? Because the the premise of it is so like Chris Pratt and uh, um, Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're in the pre-show, uh, and so like the pitch is that like Jurassic World is now they now have a attraction. Where you get to like run alongside the Velociraptor. That sounds like a pack. terrible idea. Of course, and that's what Chris Pratt is there. He's there being like, "Hey, this is a bad idea. Y'all shouldn't be doing this." And yeah. you know, I'm just going on record as saying this is a terrible idea. <laughs> um, and so what? And they they like load you into the holding bay where the Raptors are being kept. Sure. And open the gates. And so, and it's supposedly. That like the vehicle that you're in has built-in features that like repel them, so they won't actually get you. They won't come after you. But the, basically, that's the premise of the ride: is that you're cool. you're running with the Velociraptors. Essentially, and do you actually see Velociraptors? There are a couple of Velociraptors like, at a few points. There is a couple. They're both, both. Oh, really? Yeah. Video screen. There's actually cool. a part in the in the in the queue. Um, <laughs> there's a part where you see the the train go by by the windows, and they actually project the velociraptors onto the windows so oh, you nice. see them chasing the train uh, and then like one of the raptors will stop and like look into the room where the line is and like do some stuff and then run on so it, it's it's pretty cool yeah, like nice. they do a good job of it it's a good ride so that was probably I'm looking forward to riding that yeah it's good if you're a roller coaster fan it yeah. is a it is an excellent roller coaster I just hope I fit on the ride you'll be fine dude we'll see yeah you'll be fine okay yeah yeah um, you're good so that one was I'm going cool. in September. That's why I say you're going to Universal too. We're going to try to make two day run of Universal. We're only going to do specific things, like the new stuff you haven't been on. Yeah, new stuff, and then of course Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. But did your wife like Harry Potter? No, no. She only has a tattoo because she hates it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> What's the tattoo? Uh, it's a line from the book. This is you're a wizard, Harry, and it's on her foot. Oh. It's her, one of her favorite lines from the book when she got it, I guess. You would have to ask her next time you see her. Yeah. Or if ever. Have you ever met my wife? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that the big guy, the big guy Hagrid, saying that? Yeah, yeah Hagrid. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking of Hagrid, I did get to finally did get to ride. That's also a new Hagrid's ride. Uh, relatively. It was actually built. It wasn't there when we went. It was built prior to COVID. Yeah. Um, like then, 2019 and or then something. It was basically shut down for a long time. I haven't been on it. Because um, the last time. We, last time we went to Florida was last year. We didn't go to Universal at all. Which was like six years ago. That we went? Yeah. Has it been that long? Yeah. Holy shit. So I haven't been to Universal in a long time then. Um, so the Hagrid, like getting getting on the Hagrid ride was a saga. Yeah. Um, the lines were absolutely ridiculous. So that's surprising to me. Every okay, day. I know it's a good Every ride. Day. I've heard it's a great ride. But I figured Velocicoaster would have more of a line because it's I newer. would have thought so, too. But it's a fast ride, right? It's over like in a minute. Which one? The Velociraptor ride? They're both pretty quick rides. I'd say the Velocicoaster is probably a little bit shorter than the Hagrid ride, though. Hmm. But the line... So we even did... Uh, 
basically a, a rope drop kind of a deal. We got yeah. there. Uh, it was early uh, early admission for resort guests, and so we went early. We weren't there right when they opened, but we were still pretty early. Already a three-and-a-half-hour line. For what? Wow. Three-and-a-half hours, yeah. Can you pay to get on it? I mean, they, have they do have like a – yeah, it's like a, an extra fee. And you we, have to pay we, for the whole day, though, we, right? Yeah, and we, we had talked about picking like a day where we were maybe going to do that. Yeah. But really, most everything else, it was, okay. it was fine. We could it, go and get right on most anything else, 20, 30 minutes tops. Um, so how long like, did you wind up waiting for that? Right. So it ended up me and my older daughter. We were off doing some stuff together because like we're the thrill ride ones, and uh, so we were off doing some thrill ride stuff. And we got off. Um, we did one of the. It was uh, the um, the the Quidditch ride. Hmm? Right. It's we, the main Harry Potter ride. Yeah. The um, the one in the Hogwarts castle. in the Hogwarts castle. The we, forbidden so, journey. Yeah, the forbidden journey. We got off of that one. And I looked at the app, and it was like 90 minutes for Hagrid. And I was like, this is the best I've seen it all week. Let's go. Let's go. If you want to do it, now is the time. And so we, we went. And Did you and ride did. the top motorbike or sidecar? She rode, I rode the sidecar. Nice. <laughs> My daughter wanted to ride the motorbike. <laughs> yeah. was it, was like, was it 90 minutes for you? About. Okay. Yeah. But again, I wasn't really sure because that's one of those where you have to put all of your shit in the locker. And oh, so I didn't have sense of my phone. space and time. Oh, so it turned phone? out I didn't have my phone. So I didn't know uh, my sense of time. Was... The hell do you do in line without your phone for 90 minutes? <laughs> Talk to people? Talk no, to people, people online. <laughs> uh, so it actually turns out like um, I didn't really have to take my phone out oh. for that one. Oh, really? But, I, but you don't know because some of them, they're like, if you. You, oh, you got to the metal detector. They and you, you, They don't check you before you get on the ride? Some of them do, and some of them don't. Pro tip on and Metal so, Geek's pro tip for yeah. Universal. You don't have to take your phone out for Hagrid's. For ha- yeah, and um, some of them they check, some of them they don't, right? Some of them you've got to go through the metal detector and all that. Um, turned out this wasn't one of them. But I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But I did know, hey, 90 minutes is the best time I see. I'm throwing everything in the locker so that I don't have to suddenly leave the line. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so I don't know how long we actually waited, but it was probably it was, but was it worth it? So we got off, and I asked my daughter if she liked it, and she said yes. It was a whole lot of fun. I think it was probably her favorite ride that we did while we were there. And I said, "Would you wait in line again?" And she said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> it was more like it's like a forty-five to sixty-minute yeah. wait, right? Yeah, yeah. most yeah. rides are. You know, it's more than that. You're like, all right, but is it was it? Why is it? Is it slow loading? What uh, what's the deal? I don't on it? know. It's well, if one person has to get on the motorbike, and then another person has to get in the sidecar. It doesn't take that long to load, though. It, it doesn't. doesn't it, it doesn't take. Like it takes like a while. It doesn't to, like, take any longer to load than any other roller coaster. Really? No. Oh, okay. Well. So it's. I, I don't really know. Other than is there just, more than one going at a time? It's a whole train. Of them. them, and they actually do in the pre-show. They explain why that happens. Like there's it's a like whole a magic trick of some sort. Arthur Weasley is like tinkering with Hagrid's motorbike, and because uh, Arthur Weasley is like obsessed with Muggle technology and culture, right. and stuff so like cantankerous. That. And uh, he he ends up uh, he duplicates it, and then like the 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 Cornish Pixies come and like they take his wand and they start making more and more and more copies of the motorbike so they explain why there's whole trains of this motorbike at least it kind of makes sense it, yeah at least they, they try they, to make it yeah make sense. They, 
Um, that's the one where you like go parts through the dark forest in that one. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it's. Have you idea, been on it, George? No, no I've seen yet. pictures of it. That's but not. yeah, the the premise of it is that yeah, it's uh, Hagrid teaching one of his you know magical creatures courses, and so he's going to take you through the Forbidden Forest. No. What did stuff. you What did you think about Island of Adventure? Because I I love that park. I didn't see all of it. No? We didn't. We didn't go. Um, Even with five four days, we still didn't go go to all of it. Damn. Yeah, but the part that we missed was like the Popeye. Oh, okay. Area. Well, and like you're not missing. Yeah, the, I didn't, the I didn't Popeye like, attraction. Did you ride the Dr. Seuss ride? No. Oh, no, cat in the hat's great. Yeah, the cat in the hat ride. It's kind of a kids ride. And right, it's, stupid. It's, it's a slow. It's a. It's like a people mover. It's like a ride. fantasy land attraction. Yeah. So we actually we did eat lunch in the restaurant where the train comes. Through. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did, yeah. We did eat in there, but that was the most time we spent in the Doctor Seuss area. I think that nobody was our, really. Catherine cared. and I. Well, last time when we went, that was our last ride for the day, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh yeah, it's a cool sit down ride, and you mm-hmm. don't have to do anything. And they have the the train in the sky ride, whatever it's called. On, yeah, that was sort of, that's sort of fun. That should go through the restaurant. Yeah, you're like, all right, yeah, well, this ride we can actually watch people eat. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Spitting their food while they go by. <laughs> Um, yeah, we didn't really do much. I don't think Doctor Seuss was really on. Did you like do the train from each list. for the Harry Potter train from one park yeah. to the other? Okay, uh-huh. so I mean you have to do that at least once. So okay, yeah. so I'll say this. So like the, uh, I would say overall, like the theming and stuff in general at Universal is eh, okay. What <laughs> <laughs> in general? However, the Harry Potter stuff, Harry Potter stuff is legit. F- yeah. amazing yeah especially when you walk through the brick wall and, yeah that's yeah, really cool. everything is just so we had uh the we did a whole family like we watched through the whole movie series before the trip so that everybody was i never Ant. watched them all the way through yeah and so um just so everybody had full context of what everything is and sure you know, so we understood everything um but you it, can still don't you can still enjoy it if you don't even yes if you've you never can, seen a harry potter movie like my wife has never seen it so you're still able to Still enjoy the area because it's, so, it's well so well done. done. Yeah, it's so well done that you can enjoy it. However, for fans, having I think fans for fans, oh yeah, yeah, Mike, the detail, like oh, the detail is amazing. It's like, well, they, Gal- Galaxy's Edge are like, okay, we have to be able to compete with that. Yeah, if you've Galaxy's Edge, if you've never seen a Star Wars movie, you can still enjoy it. But if you are a Star Wars nerd and you've seen everything, and you know everything. There's, there's so many everywhere. Easter eggs and details, yeah. and that's what I feel about the Harry Potter, yeah. which I don't, I don't get all that because I'm not that in 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 the know. But I can still enjoy it as just a casual fan too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I went to Galaxy's Edge in California, but I was really sick, so I didn't really give a shit when I was there. No, you literally did. Give yeah, a no, shit. no, I gave too many shits. Was the problem, uh, <laughs> but I remember it not being very greatly themed comparison to Harry Potter. But I'm gonna go again it, in September. It is, uh, but you have to be prepared to be involved. Kind of. I mean, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean. Or I mean, go at night because it's it's beautiful. At yes, night. I, I saw yeah. it at night because okay. we stayed the, in Disneyland all day when we went, and uh, we went there early in the morning, and then we left, and then we saw it in the evening time, and. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of empty and not a lot happening. That is one of the. I also feel I've like it's uh, there's just not a lot of things to do in Galaxy's Edge. There, well, there is, but some of it it's an extra charge. So I, I, I get your, I get your point. I do. Uh, like if you want to do, experience everything, you have to go into Ogos and you have to to build even, a lightsaber. Even, that, even you if have you to build. booked everything, like if you were there all day, it's, I feel like you would just be bored if you're not just constantly buying stuff. 
Mm. There's that main area, and then there's that little out shopping or that That's little it. alleyway, right? Yeah, That's, there's that it. main alleyway, and then, there, there? then there's the Olo Cantina. It's all video of it, yeah. And then there's the Droid Depot, and yeah. then there's, there's Savvy's food. Workshop, and then there's food. Yeah. Some of the food, the theming in the food area is really cool. Mm-hmm. Once you leave that area and go into the shops, if you're not actively buying stuff, it's kind of boring. It almost seems like they would have been better off just making an entire, like, you know, acre, couple acre wide market for Star Wars, and then having like in the, like something in the middle of that, like a yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I do like I like the story of the area, and I like how they keep it. It's not a Star Wars like you can't find anything that has the word Star Wars on it because it's not. They don't want it in galaxy. It's right. in the galaxy, so everything, even the toys, it look like everything's handmade and every. It's yeah. Instead I like of that aspect. A Star Wars of it. label. It has it says Black Rock Spire or whatever. Yeah, or Black Spire. That, yeah. Uh, Black Spire Outpost or, or yeah, Spire uh, Outpost. whatever. You're not going to see something that says Star Wars on it, which I I it's like that neat. aspect. Yeah, that part's neat. That's just I think they leaned too much into that. The user experience is not very fun, in my opinion, in Galaxy's Edge as opposed to. Like Harry Potter theme park. So let me ask you this: Are you? I know you like Star Wars, but are you? I do. It's in you, my blood. Are you? You're wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. Yeah. Are you a more of a Star Wars or a Harry Potter fan? Star Wars all the way. All right. And you're saying that as a Star Wars fan, saying that the Harry Potter is the Universal is better. Way just better. Because all right. Yeah. I I can I can go with that. Yeah. It's way it's better. That, it's it's that way well more interactive. Yeah. It's that no, well it's, done. Yeah. It is really well so, done. Speaking of the interactive thing, we did. So it was actually one of the first things that we did when we got there is that we we took the girls to Ollivander's. Oh yeah. Lunch. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. You right. sent the video. That was really cool. Yeah. Your daughter got picked. And my older daughter got picked for the that's experience. That's awesome. So have you seen this, Sean? No. So they actually they have a, a, a thing you it, it's like an attraction. You wait in line to go. It's do a small it. little room, isn't it's it? It's a tiny little room. The whole shop it's is com- is very packed, packed, yeah, very yeah. compact. Um, Great for COVID. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> this was not. It wasn't this built was designed pre COVID times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, you kind of go into the back of the wand shop, and they do like a whole presentation where somebody comes out, just like in the movie, where right. they'll come and help you. Like when Harry gets his wand you, for the first time, they yeah. do that with. They'll pick a kid out of the group and have them go through the process. And my older daughter got picked. That's to so do cool, it. yeah. And so she got to go through the whole thing, and they have them like try out the <laughs> wands, and different stuff happens she, in the room. If and, you get picked, and it's very end, you're like, you know what? I don't want to buy it. You they can't. don't care. No, they, <laughs> they don't care. But as a parent, you really can't. Well, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> they don't, we had they don't we had intended to do it anyway. We were going to get them wands anyway. So oh, we're like, let's go ahead and do yeah. the experience. And what was cool yeah. was the wand that picked her was the one that she was going to buy anyway. Oh, cool, oh, perfect. And so she was I mean, super I can, serendipitous. She was I can definitely see that better than it. buying a wand from like the front of the shop in the front of the Universal. You walk in. It's like, oh, they have wands here. And the mm-hmm. wand is interactive throughout the park. Some yeah. of them are. So oh, really? They not, not all of them are. I thought so, they made it, they made the conversion to where all of them are. Mm-hmm. They don't sell how, the dead Let me ones ask anymore. you, how much is a Harry Potter wand? They're like, I'm trying to remember. Like $70, They're right? like 70 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, for the interactive ones. It's cheaper than lightsabers. Um, yeah. <laughs> lightsabers like, what, 190 or uh, 150 200 like, Oh, 200 bucks, yeah. Uh, yeah, the one you build, but there's also... Like you, can the the, you can buy the you buy the legacy one. ones. Those are a couple hundred dollars too. Oh, are they really? Hundred, hundred fifty, something. No, oh, they're right. still expensive. That's why you have one. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I've seen a lot of people more than one. I know, <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, if you do the, if you get the interactive wand, uh, there's stuff all around the Harry Potter areas mm-hmm. that you can interact with. Yeah, I've you, seen people you, doing it. It's really cool yeah, that you move the wand in certain ways and stuff will happen. And it's so neat. It is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Some of them are like 
hard to get to work though. Yeah. Um, is it, is I watched. It, I watched a gotta, lot of kids you get hold frustrated. It right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta flick it right. Yeah, <laughs> which is just like in, um, in, in the real Harry Potter. Right. And that's kind of like that's kind of how I viewed yeah. it. Was yeah. kind of like these are little kid like wizards in training, right. and they're like trying. They got to get it right. Sean, are you are you a Harry Potter fan? I mean, I read the books and watched the movies. I don't know if that makes me a fan, but. I, I appreciate the universe. Would you would you want to go to the same park? This is the only thing I've yeah, this sounds appealing to go and check that out. Uh, yeah. Do the you rides like, are really do you cool. Like roller coasters? No. Yeah. <laughs> but but wait, wait, wait. The the two main attractions uh for Harry Potter, it's the Forbidden Journey and what, Green, Green Gods, Gods Escape. Green, Green Gods, Gods Escape. is yeah. sort of a coaster. It's it's a coaster slash virtual ride. Yeah. But the Forbidden Journey, I wouldn't call it a coaster. You're just like it's on this not. weird arm. It's a, it's a dark ride. It's a dark ride, yeah. That You have to be a certain size to fit in there. Yeah, I, I they remember. kicked me off. I remember that. Yeah. They have... Uh, the day before, I wrote it. You know what I think? And they, have, they have certain seats yeah. for heftier folk. Oh, yeah? And if you ask for one, they'll make sure I've seen. They a, I watch you. a lot of vloggers and stuff, uh, and a lot of the people that go to Universal, that's their biggest complaint, is if you're a bigger person... You can't fit on a lot of the rides. That's true. And they opened up the a Secret Life of Pets ride at the Flo- uh, California one. And for some reason, if you're a bigger person, you're not allowed to ride, ride that ride either. Because if you don't fit on it, it and it's like just a like a it's Fantasyland like a dark ride. I'm yeah. like, why? Why? Why it put that restriction? Go fast or something? It doesn't. Oh, I don't. Know. From what I've seen, it's weird. Um, but yeah, there are some rides that uh, if if you ask, they have. They have larger, larger, larger booths, yeah. and it's not that it's not a comfortable ride, and it's not that so if you're. I'm going to say that like that ride kind of made me nauseous. <laughs> the, the the Forbidden Journey, yeah. actually, both of them did. Yeah. So this is actually one of the things I was going to complain about for Universal is they rely way too much on screens. They do. Yes. And, a lot of the most of their attractions of, are screens. A lot. There's a lot of screens in a lot of their attractions, and they kind of make me motion sick. Oh, gotcha. um, so like I didn't love that. So like, when I was like, "Hey, the Spider-Man ride was okay." I liked it quite a bit. It's fun. As far as, as like the screen, fan. that kind of ride goes, yeah. it's excellent. Like Spider-Man, like, Transformers. Well, I, I think what makes it cool for me is that they mix in the practical in the foreground and mm-hmm. the yeah. virtual in the background. And yeah. I think it works. It's really blended well a lot that. better than some of the other ones are for sure. And like then the, the Transformers, the Transformers yeah. one was cool. Did you do Fast and the Furious? Yes. Did you really? Oh my god. Yeah, because we were just like there was like a there was like no wait, and we were like some of the group was just like taking a break and sitting for a while. When you're we there, like, are you family? Fuck, dude. Like, like so the I've Garden. never seen any of the Olive Fast Garden. and Furious movies, okay? <laughs> I've never seen a single one. Oh, Dave, you're um, missing out. I know. Yeah, you are missing out. Uh, I haven't, I, I've, I've honestly never seen one either. I've seen, uh, what's the one that had The Rock and um, Hobbs and Shaw? It's yeah. the only one I've seen. That's a terrible movie, too. That's the one I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this, have you been on the ride? I have not. Well, I've maybe, the in California, it's part the... The uh, attraction is part of the back lot studio tour. Okay. Same with the the King Kong ride they have there. Okay. Um, they didn't get to like, do the King Kong ride. And you go into a building and it's like part of the attraction. But King Kong ride in Florida is different. Okay. Barely. No, we we rode the new one. Remember? Yeah, I know, but it's the same thing. It's a little bit extra longer, but it's the same basic attraction as you're on the. You yeah, go, they there's screens all they around re- you. Yeah, they repurpose yeah. the old one. And I've so I've done I've done the Fast and the Furious there. I'm like, 
So it's, what was a Fast and Furious ride like? Okay, it's a party so bus, right? It's like yeah, and it's like Wait, it's class. It's classified as a thrill ride in the app, right? It's so not. What is it? It's basically like a dark ride, and you're, yes, you are on a party bu- party bus. It's a large ride vehicle that fits what twenty people, maybe t- more than that, and uh, it. Uh, the way that it's a Fast and Furious ride is like the bus goes through a couple of rooms and again, screens. They've got cast members from the movies or whatever, and there's some premise that's set up for like why you're here. I've why seen... are you not in a car for the Fast and the Furious ride? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly right. The ride like happens around you, essentially. Yeah. Just like the like, just like the uh, the King Kong ride. Yes, the yeah, majority like, is around like you. Yeah, yeah so like ev- eventually the the party bus vehicle that you're in pulls into what's basically like a tube that's made out of screens. Yep, and the ride happens on the screens yeah. around the around the bus. And, the, and it moves there a little bit. Oh, and yay. yeah, the, the vehicle moves a little bit. At least there's a giant arm in King is there Kong. A Vin, is there a Vin Diesel animatronic? Do you always animatronic, have alcohol? No. no. What's up? Do you used to have alcohol in the party bus? <laughs> I wish. At least it's not one of the party buses you have to pedal the whole time. I mean, Universal must know it's a terrible ride. It's right? a horrible ride. It, was... it replaced Earthquake, too, which was a great attraction. Earthquake was a fun ride. Yeah. I remember that as a kid. Man, that seems like a misguided situation there. I don't know who like, it conceived would make of more, this ride. It like, would make more sense if like it was a like a drone car and like, all right, guys, we're testing out these new drone cars, and you guys are the yeah, test right. subjects. Yeah, that would immediately be better I, but, a better pretext. But what they did is they just they, have. they just took the they're like, okay, we're gonna transpose this ride that's on part of a bigger attraction from California, and we'll make a whole attraction out of it. It'll be great. Everybody will love it. As part no. of a backlot tour, I could see it kind of making sense. Yeah, exactly. As part of a larger back backlot experience, that I could see. But as a standalone way. attraction, it, it sucks as a standalone attraction. Did, okay, uh, one of the ra- uh, attractions that I never went on uh, was the Jimmy Fallon thing. I didn't do the Jimmy didn't Fallon do that. one either. No. I'm actually sort of interested because they say it's it's decent. So, I, is I, it a roller coaster? It's a screen ride. It's, I'm good. It's, I don't like Jimmy Fallon enough to do that. You wouldn't enjoy it. What? What kind of ride could you possibly construct you around the concept New of Jimmy York. Fallon? You ride through New York with you see Jimmy all Fallon. the hits of New York. I think Jimmy it's Fallon. called Ride Through New York is. is the name of the attraction. I yeah. think so. Something Do you get like to that. throw Jimmy Fallon off the bus at the end of it? Because that's the only way that'd be fun. <laughs> or throw something at him, rather. <laughs> so, overall, you had a good time at least? Overall, yeah. We had a lot of problems, though. Um, with Universal? Yeah. What yeah. kind of problems? Uh, um, so... After we talked about some of these in our group chat, and I feel like after I talked about it, I kind of feel a little bit better because I feel like this wasn't just a universal problem. I feel like this is an entertainment industry problem that's going on right now. But everything felt understaffed. It was almost impossible to find somebody to ask questions to, Mm. stuff like that. We there were like (laughs) we uh, we tried to get on the Haggard ride again, and the ride shut down. Oh, why? Was something wrong or something or, was wrong or and someone vomited probably the, something was wrong and the ride shut down and we were debating whether or not we should just stay and wait and see if it came back up or if we should go or whatever and they started doing the recorded voiceover please leave about like hey the ride's down you can stay if you want to <laughs> oh. uh, but we can't say when it's going to come back up mm. if you want to leave talk to a 
employee. <laughs> there is and I'm not. like, there is literally no one. I haven't seen a single person. And that was a pretty regular experience. Like, I could not find people that worked there, mm. like, hardly at all. And so I think they're understaffed. And as a result, the people that are there are all overworked and exhausted. Yeah. And so they're kind of they tend towards snippy. <laughs> they're not exactly. They're, they're like, I they're, don't get paid enough for this shit. And they don't. Yeah. And I'm not blaming them. This is a management problem. It this is. is. This is a larger problem than those individual people. I'm not faulting them. They, they, that's a hard gig and they're, they're stretched too thin. Um, but as the end user here, it, it didn't make for a great guest experience. I will tell you, I got the, some of that same experience when I was in Disney last year mm-hmm. and on the cruise cruise you got it was like okay they don't have they're not up to full you know they don't have everybody working and people are working outrageous shifts and all that yeah. and you can tell and and you try to be nice you know but yeah. every once in a while you'll reach into somebody but overall the cruise was great but disney last year was like you could tell people were like it's frustrated yeah with, with, with a lot of everything fr- yeah a lot of frustration going on uh, the uh the kitchen staff at our resort for like the main dining area yeah they were downright surly really like, they were unpleasant people <laughs> wow. they, yeah uh again understaffed there's not enough of them um you didn't enjoy that surly burger uh i don't know oh, god the so the, that was the other thing is like the food at the resort was not very good it was really it was not good yeah it was, it was like like it was high like school pizza high type school pizza it was basically it was high school cafeteria yeah. level of at least food. at least yeah. disney has like their like pop tentry their the food in their their in in the food hall whatever you call it it's actually pretty good we I actually know, I, out of all the times i've been to theme parks food never has been like a stellar thumbs up for me i at feel like resort like you figure at, at, at the resort it should always be sit down chain chilies-esque quality right it was definitely not that okay yeah it's, it's um, i mean if it, it doesn't even taste like reheated like microwave food some like of chilies. it some of it was almost that level some of it was like we have oh, yeah. these like frozen hash browns that we put in a microwave kind of, like a lot of it was just really not oh, good gross, gross. um that, however, the upstairs at the resort is a bowling alley. Oh yeah, uh, and we actually went and bowled our first night there and had a really good time. The that bowling alley, bowling alley was fun, uh, but there's actually a restaurant inside the bowling alley which was better. Bowling alley food, um, like pub food type, kind stuff. of. Yeah. But it was actually decent. Like, yeah. Um. So that was all right. Cool. Um, is there like a Jack Lalane like workout area yes, there? It's I right next watching, to the bowling alley. Okay, I remember watching one of the vloggers like videos of like the walkthrough of it. I'm like, what? That guy's been dead for how many years? Mm-hmm. It's weird. <laughs> did you ride the Simpsons ride? I did. Yeah. So actually, I haven't talked about any of that yet. Was but some cult, of the stuff did, that did you I, think about the cult posting the whole time? Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. Excuse all of my Simpsons cult posting. I think they're fucking funny. I do too. Um, but uh, I. It's one of my to, favorite rides there, if not to my me, favorite ride. To me, the Simpsons stuff was some of the most exciting stuff there. Like, that was what I was most looking forward to was the Simpsons stuff. Because yeah. I'm a huge Simpsons fan, have been forever and ever. Uh, kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of crusty land. Uh, sort of crusty land. Uh, sort of. Sort of itchy and scratchy land. Sort of Springfield. Sort of a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it's not like the best conceived themed area, but it's fun enough i think what it is is that they had an idea like they wanted to make a simpsons theme park yeah but i don't think they 
trusted the IP enough to make it like what they did with Harry Potter yeah, or, or anything like right. that. Right. Yeah. So they just kind of like necessarily a wrong call. So they just kind of like hodgepodge some things that yeah. fans would really enjoy. Exactly. And so the I did I did I enjoy wish the ride. it was a Simpsons theme park. That would be amazing. That would be great. Yeah. I'd go. We could go. My only um, complaint about the Simpsons ride <laughs> that replaced Back to the Future. Well, yes. So that is the sad, sad truth. There's actual there's references oh, yeah. now oh, to yeah. the fact that it was the Back to the Future ride. I remember beforehand. in the pre-show that like, uh, Doc Brown shows up and yeah. So like there's part of the yeah that the building that it's in used to house the Back to the Future ride. Right. And, and it's ride still, mechanics it's still exact essentially same too. the same. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's essentially the same ride vehicles and everything. Uh, the ride's essentially the same yep. te- technologically. Um, but uh, yeah, in the pre-show. Professor Frank shows up to like go meet Doc, his friend Doc Brown to help him with something, and he shows up and his lab has been replaced by this giant clown ride <laughs> thing, and he doesn't get right. It's and and then Doc Brown actually shows up and yeah. they do some stuff together. It was like that's pretty good. That's I like one that. of the that's, few rides at Universal when we went six years ago that I rode. I think three times. Oh, no, did you? Yeah, we rode it like three times. Yeah. Yeah. So right. it's pretty fun. And so I I did a, this. I, I complained earlier about the overabundance of screen rides, and I actually read that that ride in particular apparently affects people with motion sickness pretty frequently. It's apparently one of the ones that's most complained about for motion hmm. sickness. That makes sense. It it's a 3D ride. So. I can, well, like, that and it's and it's the screen is so it's a dome. Curved. It's a giant it's, dome. You're in a giant dome. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but it didn't bother me. Like the, a lot of the other screen rides kind of got to me. I was fine on that one. It was no problem at all. Hmm. Did you so, ride Back to the Future before yes. it was gone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, that is one of the other things I remember from Hollywood when I was a kid. I yeah. remember riding the Back to the Future ride. And you ate, uh, you had ate a Duff I beer. Ate, I ate a, uh, I drank a Duff beer at Moe's Tavern, yeah. which was really Can't fun. Remember what director? I think it was either Chris Columbus or Joe Johnson. They were directed the uh, the ride for uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future ride. I have a one of my. I think my DVD box set has my like, Blu-ray set has it on. Maybe there. it's the Blu-ray. It has yeah. like the making of the ride and it yeah. has like a ride through and stuff on. You it. can find the it's pretty cool the. the on YouTube, you can find oh, yeah. the 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 video from the old ride. Yeah, there's a I VR the... version. Someone made a VR oh, cool. version. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you have VR goggles, oh, you can, I do. You can kind of like <laughs> I've got to find that. Pretend you're in your chair riding the ride. I guess I spent last night when I got we got home from my in laws. I was like on YouTube. I'm like, oh, here's a great video about the history of the great movie ride. I just started going down that rabbit hole. I'm like, all right, I love this shit. Um, what other rides did you ride so, that you thought we were important to talk about? Uh, well, I was gonna. I'm gonna finish talking about the Simpsons. Okay. Because that that was the stuff I was super excited about. So yeah, I drank my Duff at at Moe's. Um, the so the the Duff beer there is brewed by a Florida brewery that's like local there, and they they only make this brew for do you, for it. You like do you like beer, right? Oh yeah, okay. I love, I'm a, I'm a beer guy. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't try it because I don't like beer, but I did have the Flaming Moe. Didn't try the flaming mo. Uh, the beer itself is if if you're a beer person, it's basically like a youngling. If you've had a, a, a youngling beer, um, they just came to Texas. The only they, younglings I know are in Star Wars. Have, I was about to say that when Anakin kills all the younglings, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's drinking all the beers, kill, drinking killing all the younglings. <laughs> Makes sense. It used to be like okay, so like how Shiner used to only be available in Texas. Yeah. Youngling was kind of like that for other. I, I've heard that yeah, in the country, but it just recently you can get it in Texas now. Like last of, year, right? As of just like a few months ago, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, if you've had a youngling before, that's more or less what. Is it what a Duff beer sweeter is like. or is it IPA? What is it? No, it's uh, it's it's not quite an amber. Um, it's sort of a 
not yeah not quite an amber lager sort of is it better than the uh, iron maiden trooper a lot yeah uh so i had the so that was when we were in new orleans yeah i tried the the iron maiden ipa and it was not i've tried it it was not good when i was on when i went to us uh with ican to vegas we went to this vamp bar vamp something bar to see like a metal show and like on tap they had the iron maiden beer and one of the dudes was he's like you want to try it i'm like i don't drink beer but i'll try it i tried it i'm like yep I don't like was it. Was it the IPA or was it the normal, the Trooper? Because there's two versions. It was the it. regular early okay, Trooper. I had the IPA one, and if the other one's anything. I'd be honest better. with you, I don't even know what the fuck IPA means. In, uh, India Pale Ale. I like the regular one. Oh. It was, it's, <laughs> they, they modeled it after like traditional British bitter. Yeah. But IPA suck. I remember, <laughs> I heard Bruce Dickinson talking about it on the in on his book. Yeah. But yeah, IPA is India Pale Ale. Yeah. It has to do with when the when the British used to ship beer to India oh. uh, to preserve it for the trip. They would put fresh hops in the barrels oh, really? to preserve the beer it while it traveled. And so taste. it gets very, very, very hoppy in the process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't like that. I know Anthrax has an IPA called Indians. Okay. Makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> now that you said it, I'm like, oh, okay, that now it makes sense to me. Um, let's see. What else did I like there? And we pause. We pause. Oh, I did eat a crusty burger. Yeah? Yeah, I went to the crusty burger. No donuts. I didn't get the... You didn't the lard lad donut. I thought about getting the lard lad donut, but that is a lot of donuts. It's a huge donut. It's enormous. It's a big donut. Yeah. Yeah. Is the crusty burger just a regular burger? Yes. It's more or less. It's just like a fast food burger. It's got like nacho cheese on it. Imagine a McDonald's burger... Crack no, it. no, no. I think I I hate McDonald's burgers, but I think a McDonald's burger would actually be better. <laughs> so like in and out. I wouldn't agree. Okay, but no, it's like it, in and out quality. It's 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 theme park it's quality. Theme park, theme park burger. burger quality. Mm-hmm. There you go. Which uh, to, to comes be, with crusty burger. Wrapping, you've been though. to Six Flags, yeah. right? Yeah, you've been, you've had a burger there, right? No. Okay, well so. you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's not a great hamburger. It's but pre. It's it's frozen meat. They they slap on a. On a on a grill and or not even a grill, just like a flat top, heat it up, and then they slop it in. A, they do play Simpsons cartoons. That's sort of what we eat. Yeah. yeah, so that's so that's that's, that's a plus. So yeah, the burger's not very good. The environment is but cool though. The, like I Most feel like tavern. that almost sells it better as a crusty burger, <laughs> right? It's kind yeah. of a shitty hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> right. It makes more sense that yeah. it's a crusty burger. Yeah. <laughs> so like the are a little like, too true to life. There. Yeah, the, like the burger wasn't good, but the experience was cool. Like that. <laughs> um, let's see, we oh we did though. So it was the the week we were there was the week of uh, my wife and my anniversary, and so we weren't really doing much anniversary stuff on the trip because um, it was family vacation kind of a thing but i did steal her away for an evening and we went to the toothsome chocolate emporium amazing isn't it so we were lucky to get in yeah first of all it was very hard to get in the only way i was able to get in was to go take a seat at the bar we weren't able to actually get a oh table. really um but i was able to go probably be even better though it was cool yeah um, you get to see all the shit going on in the and background. and we were able to we sat at the bar for a little bit and then one of the bar tables opened up and so oh, we nice. were able to sit there we but, went we tried to go one night remember we couldn't get tickets or we couldn't get reservation we were like oh yeah we're yeah they had like an hour wait yeah it was like two hour wait or something like that it was wait we're like yeah no we and went another to some night, other place yeah another night yeah we still like okay my wife just brought me like a a jar from there. Yeah, I have mine. Yeah, I have. We have. So that's from the, the from the shake. I didn't even know we had this. Yeah, from the shake or whatever. 
Um, yeah, the bacon shake, it was not good. Bacon shake wasn't good? Okay. Because so. you expect a bacon shake to be really good, but it had like that imitation like bacon bits in it. Okay. And it just kind of ruined, ruined it. it. Yeah. So the Twosome Chocolate Emporium is like this like steampunk yeah. themed. Willy Wonka Willy steampunk. Wonka yeah. And there's characters yeah, like that Willy walk Wonka around. Wonka steampunk. That's and there's steampunk like. characters that walk around. That walk around in the You're restaurant. Like, the there's like on? a mechanical man that yes. walks around and he'll, he'll talk to you and stuff. It's it was it was kind of neat. The theming was sort of weird, but like kind of well done. First but time like, I ever had chocolate whiskey was there. I'm like, okay, I'm addicted to that. So we had, uh, it's a the same brewery that does the Duff beer. Yeah, they have a chocolate beer that they only brew for. Oh, really? For that place, and I that brewery it is was making bank. Fucking would it, awesome. Would I like something? It was called Two Chocolate Stout. Would I like it? Do you like chocolate stouts? Do you Probably like not. stout? <laughs> um, Stout's like a Guinness, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Like yeah. really heavy. It's very, they're, very they're, thick. They tend to be heavy. Yeah. I could deal with that more than like a really hoppy yes. one. You might like this. Okay. It was as far as they make a chocolate Guinness. And when Let's I say that. and when I say I like, I, I would if like. If he wants it. to try a chocolate stout, I have better options. Oh, okay. And if I say I, I I like a beer, I mean I'll take one sip and I'm done. Okay. So <laughs> I I we each got we uh, the bartender let us sample it and like the sample was like oh fuck yeah okay make that happen what did you um, what did you eat there we ate uh, we split a hamburger mm-hmm. that was called the pub it up I think burger. we split a burger too yeah uh, it was really good it's like is uh, it big enough for two people yeah it was oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, I think we did an appetizer and we shared a burger that's what and, we did yeah. we, we shared an appetizer and then shared a meal and then we, we each got desserts nice <laughs> that's what we were there for you're, you're there for the dessert yeah. you're there for the massive yeah you know it's you don't want to yeah, the, the pub burger it's like pub food all put on a hamburger so it's like a hamburger with like andouille sausage oh, wow. and like nacho cheese and uh, kettle chips on it Jeez. on a pretzel bun and it was really fucking good nice um, and then we got the I got the the mint shake oh really uh, for dessert my wife got the brownie shake mm. and they were both excellent wow yeah. so I went to a shake place at Disneyland yeah I got sick the next day <laughs> so I'm I know, never I, that was a never black, doing that ever again black tab burger or something <laughs> no it's called like God, I forgot what it's I called it's called there. like shake something no the black the that burger yeah. Because we ate hamburgers at that place, yep. and we kept seeing the crazy-ass shakes That's being carried place, out to yeah. people. But I didn't have one while we were there. We didn't either. No, we, can we want to eat intolerant? it? What's no. up? No. Okay. I am not lactose intolerant. It was more than lactose intolerant. I wish that was the what he I got, had. He got, I yeah. was stupid We've, we've talked like about this days. on the show. <laughs> it was stupid. Yeah, we, we didn't eat one of those things there because it was like the middle of the day. We're like, yeah, we don't want to... Eat that and then go back to the park, you know? Yeah, that's you'll definitely vomit at the park. I was going to add that on y'all's recommendation, I did try the frozen butter beer yeah. in the water area, and I actually really liked it. There See, we, we, were, we had our conversation. Regular butter beer? Terrible. Okay. Frozen? Fantastic. I still like regular butter beer, too, because like, you don't like butterscotch flavor, I don't. right? No. And, and it does have that flavor, but I was like, you're it's, still going to like it. The part of the butterscotch flavor that I don't like, it had completely blunted all of that off, though. Mm. And so uh, it, I liked it. It didn't have the, the aspect of butterscotch that I don't like. Is regular butterbeer so. cold or hot? Regular is just in a liquid form? Yeah, it's just uh, frozen. Regular. It's like a slushy. Okay. Right. And they have a hot yeah. one, too. I also ate the butterbeer ice cream. At oh, the, really? At mm-hmm. the Three Brooms or whatever. I didn't it was that good. is my favorite place to eat. The three, ice the three broomsticks? Yeah, three broomsticks. Yeah, yeah it's a, the best restaurant. Is that, is that the one at Universal or Islands? Islands. It's on yeah. the, okay. it's on the What's Hogs the other one? Hogsmeade side. It's Hogsmeade. Is what kind of food they have? Hogs, uh, Hogshead. Hogshead. Something like that. They actually, it's not typical. They serve like real food. food. Yeah, like 
like, like meals. Yeah, yeah like, like chicken, chicken and ribs and, and, and like stuff like that. Because it's yeah. like it's all part of the Harry Potter yeah. theming. And so yeah, I like, think. Like, yeah. So the food's delicious. Yeah, cool. It's the best food I've ever had at a theme park. Nice. Besides, and it's Galaxy's also, Edge is pretty good so food too. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Next one time. Of the, one of the things that we noticed as well about Universal is that like there really aren't that many attractions. No, no, not really. There's not that much to do. And is like, the ET ride still there? Yes, yes. And we did the ET ride. I love nice. the ET ride. When we went, it was broken, so we couldn't I did, go. I got my, I did the photo booth thing at the end too, because we got the photo package. Are you on the bike? Yeah, I got on the bike, <laughs> nice. and that whole all, we all we all got in the closet and did that one, and then I went up and I got on the those. bike. Yeah. Did they do your name? Uh, I don't know. I, I was just thinking. I was like, "Oh shit, we took those pictures. I, don't, I haven't seen no, no, them no, no. yet. I, we got to get them." On, on the ET attraction, oh, yes, yes. the ET adventure, they, my favorite thing as a kid. And like, when you get in there, they give you a they card. Give you they a go, card, they, "What's your name?" And mm-hmm. they put your name on this card. And he says your name. And then and at the very end, ET is will like, say your name. "Goodbye, Carrie." Yes, yeah. <laughs> so <too> great. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's they still have that. Great, that's um, awesome. Is that an extra charge? No, no, oh, it's okay. just part of the experience. Of the experience. I'm surprised that ride's still in existence. It's so weird. Like, like it, getting on it, it really now, is. It's very because it's a force or eight. It's like an eight-person ride. ride vehicle. Yeah. It's like everybody's riding, riding a bike, bicycle, and that, it's the same ride, dodging cops. Sort yes, of. it's and the same ride the uh, system as Peter Pan. Yeah, basically, exactly. that's exactly what I when we went when we went into the room where you're like flying over Los Angeles. I'm like, oh, this is the P- Peter Pan ride. And the queue when you're yes, and when the queue when you're in the uh, the forest. I have childhood memories associated with that room for some reason. Yeah. Like the I remember the sti- uh, specifically the car rushing up as you like fly up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's awesome. But at the ride now, like I think it's cool that it's still there. But it it's it feels arcade. Oh yeah, it's old. <laughs> it feel- <laughs> I mean, it came out in the early or like late eighties, yeah. probably. I uh, mean, it's but it's it's one of their classic the things. Ride. I mean, they've got rid of yeah. stuff that are legacy, but. They used to have the original King Kong, and then they replaced it with the shitty one. The confrontation, yeah. Yeah, it's so but, stupid. Yeah, so anyway, that's where the I, was, I, I know that, like, uh, no, the mummy attraction is where the Kong ride used to be. Oh, really? Yeah. That was shut down the whole time. I know, it's still, it's still, still, like, still shut down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we one of the things we noticed was how few attractions there really were. Did you? And that there were shops fucking everywhere and like disney yeah. gets shit for that like disney is like the the punching bag for sh- gift shops everywhere universal has them fucking oh, beat yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as like gift shops to actual attractions ratio jesus fucking christ there's <laughs> gift shops everywhere and they all have the, the same, same shit in same them. shit exactly right uh, that's right there's nothing earlier, special like, at any particular I was like, there are a few shops that have like like you, uh, islands of adventure you'll get the superhero stuff but there are a couple of shops that have some like specifically themed stuff to them like there is a comic book shop in the marvel Yes. area that's like it's like a comic book shop yes. you can actually buy comic books there and yeah. they, you know so there are there are things that are themed to the shop but it's that's like, what I want to do is go to a theme park buy like, a comic book and then get on a roller coaster right but there are certain Who there are certain like merch items that are in literally any yeah. store that you go into even and literally up, in like, the store outside the, the yeah. park too yeah you, get the same you want shit. to make sure you really want to buy that one yeah. item yeah <laughs> um, did you forget so, it at one shop? We actually started to we when we were noticing this this lack of attractions, this apparent lack of attractions. We started just off the top of our heads. Me and my wife started going down a list, and we figured out that like as far as like attraction per ticket, uh, Brian Fuquay, hope you're listening. Six Flags has Universal beat. <laughs> 
no question oh, at yeah. all. Because off the top of my head, I started listing off rides from Six Flags Over Texas. And I'm like, very quickly, I got to way more rides than Universal has in both parks. Did you did you um, do the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket? Yes. Did you know about the secret music no. choice? What's the secret music so, choice? So when you get onto the attraction, there's like that screen in yeah. front of you. There's a certain, you have to hold a certain keys uh, for uh, for amount of time. I think it's like three to five seconds. And the special uh, like key thing will show up. And you can put in uh, numbers, and then there's stuff like like Suicide Tendencies and Slayer and Metallica what and Megadeth. What the fuck? Okay, so like my daughter went on that ride, and we were like, "Oh, cool!" There's like a classic rock and heavy metal category because you pick your music yeah. for the for yeah. the ride, right? So, and so we went to oh, Judas Priest. Riding. I did Painkiller on that one time. Amazing. <laughs> so we, I didn't know about any of that, but we were both like, my, my daughter likes classic rock. And so we're like, oh, cool. Let's check out that. The uh, the options were fucking terrible. Yeah. What did you choose? Fucking, I didn't end up picking anything because I was like, this is all shit. I don't want And so <laughs> I don't want I don't, anything in my well, ears. And because you only have so much time to pick. Yeah. And if you don't pick anything in time, yeah, they just, just randomly for selects you. for you. Yeah. And we ended up with one, something out of the like EDM section or whatever you can actually the one of the the weirdest tracks that you can get is rainbow connection <laughs> yes okay it'll like, be kind of fun <laughs> be a little soothing while you're going through this crazy <laughs> right. roller coaster man so, we that actually that part of it, it it kind of ruined the coaster for both of us we were both kind of like nah, fuck that. it's a like, fun ride though it's an okay roller coaster wait are you yeah. picking the music for everyone on the coaster no, no, just, no. Just, just you oh, okay. yeah it's, it, it's, it's like, like you have the speakers behind been, you yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to show you a link so next time you do go there, you'll be able to like, and and, and they haven't updated it since they opened the attraction, so there's nothing new. But you can do like I think Hangar 18 with one of them. Uh-huh. Um, any any stuff. of the things that you mentioned would be better yeah. than the options that. They had. <laughs> Did you do uh, the uh, monster shows at the Universal Monster stuff? No, wait. Which one? The monster makeup. Yeah, there's a. They show you how they created some of the okay. universal monster makeup. So yes, we did that show. Yeah, and, and it's it also like, like connected to a universal monster museum ish kind of deal. Well, sort the, of. The restaurant closed down. They just closed that down like last month. Yeah, so. the restaurant was closed. It was all open where we there. went. Yeah, but, but the uh, we went to that show and it was like it was not nearly as much like monster movie. Really? as we were expecting it was mostly it was mostly the comedy of the show like they were really leaning into the wow. the comedy yeah i remember aspect that See, when i did it they uh they still have they picked somebody from the audience the fly set up like from the movie the fly they had the the thing that he got into so i don't remember they that. don't I do. pick somebody from the audience anymore really it's a plant covid and uh, very obviously a plant actually somebody got hurt oh really yeah from makeup no because they fell off the stage uh, because something happened and they got scared and they fell off and hurt themselves. Oh, and no. so they don't they don't actually pull nice. anyone from the audience anymore. Really? They put it's makeup a- over their eyes so they can't see and they fell off the stage. So when we went, they showed how they put the Frankenstein makeup on and they picked somebody from the audience and then they made them up like Frankenstein on the face. Yeah, they didn't do that. And um, they uh, did have they talked about the history of the Universal. One Monsters. of the things that was actually cool, one of the few actual like prop things they actually showed that I thought was really cool is they had the like armature thing that is like how they did the werewolf transformation from mm. American Werewolf. Yeah, they had that there too. No, right? yeah. Yeah, they showed yeah, yeah. how the armature works and how it stretches the, the, skin. the skin. It was that was when cool. it came out, yeah. Uh, but the majority of the show was really it was they were leaning into the comedy aspect between I the presenters that. and we so we were like okay like 
That's it's lame. It was like they were funny. Like people who did it, like they were doing a good job. Uh-huh. But I was like, what's the point of this show, though? Like yeah. I don't really understand well, why I'm here. That used to be the Alfred Hitchcock Museum, okay. and then they got turned into the Universal Monster Museum. And then it got somehow turned into the Universal Monster Makeup Show. Well, okay. we do. I mean, they got they've gotten rid of a lot of the the Universal Monster stuff in the park for I some reason. I thought they were making a whole new section. Well, it's all Universal Monster. Supposedly, it's a rumor that Epic Universe, when it opens yeah. up their third park, is going to have Dracula's castle a whole. That would be cool. That yeah, would be I would awesome. be. I'd be totally down. And for that's a where Super Universal Mario Monsters. World is going. Uh, the Super Mario attractions are going there. Apparently, there's another Harry Potter area. Yeah, it's going to be the uh, Ministry of Magic. There you go. That'll be cool. And there's going to be That's a How I Met Your Dragon like coaster or something. There's okay. also supposed to be a new Harry Potter ride at the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, I think. yeah. Like, of course, and you fight ride. Voldemort or something like that. Makes sense. I'm glad you brought up the show though, because one thing I forgot to bring up uh, that I know wasn't there when y'all were there. The uh, Jason Bourne stunt show. I have not seen that. I saw some YouTube clips of this. The okay, so it's a replaced as as, Terminator Two. I guess I don't yeah. know. Terminator wasn't T two three D. It was like two point five. It was T two three D. Yeah, it takes place after Terminator Two. Yep. So uh, as I like stunt shows, I think they're pretty fun. But as far as like the stunt work goes in the show, it was meh. It was okay. Watch the show anyway, yeah. because the technology yeah. that they use for the show is fucking incredible. Was it really Matt Damon? No, <laughs> not it. really Matt Damon. But they do some cool like uh, like practical effects with the projector. It's crazy. So like it's it's an indoor. You're in a theater, and the whole back of the stage is a one. It's a huge curved projection screen. And yeah. I think they said it's like it's like half the size of a football field. It's I mean, they, they put a screen in an attraction. Yeah, believe it or wow. not. But what's cool about it is that the the physical props, the yeah. scenery stuff that they wheel on, it's all automated. It's all programmed, basically. Nice. So all the stuff moves itself into place, and it lines up with stuff that's on the screen. Yeah. And so, what like in the, one of the opening sequences, uh, Jason Bourne is like he's climbing this tower. It's like in a like a Middle Eastern market or something like that. I can't remember where they said he was supposed to be. Um, but he Doesn't climbs matter. this tower <laughs> and he gets to the top of it and it's like the camera pans around to the other side of the tower. The tower itself twists and the whole projection screen moves with it. Oh, and cool. so all it it gives this really cool effect that like you're actually like moving all, with you're the moving camera, around yeah. this tower. Hmm. And the way they set up why you're watching because there's a whole pre-show thing about why you're doing this in the first place. And that helps sell this aspect of it. You're watching all of this happen. Hmm. Um, and, but yeah, and this, this thing happened the, the tower moves perfectly in sync with the background. Um, and all of the set pieces work that way. And the first time we went to go see it, we went to see it twice. Cause the first time we went to go see it, it the attraction actually broke twice. Wow. Oh no. The show. And so, but, I mean, actually, there's a real stunt performer, so if something goes wrong, it goes really wrong. Which is why yeah. they, if anything goes wrong, they stop it, because yeah. they're like, we're not going to hurt anybody, so right. if anything goes wrong, we have to shut it down. But what was cool about that was, while it was shut down, one of the like show directors or whatever came out and talked about what's going on with oh. the show. How does the show work? Nice. And like, it's, there are no... Uh, there are no like tracks. rails. There yeah, are no yeah. tracks. It's or all anything. automated wheels, like it's, they use in the news. He said they're uh, they're called pucks, mm. and they're like they're programmed uh, to sync with the rest of the the performance. And there's 
there's things inset in the stage that these pucks are looking for. Mm. And so if if it misses one, yeah, uh, that's what can shut it down. If it get basically if it gets off of its track, gotcha. Um, it'll it'll stop. Haunted Mansion, um, right? No, not Haunted Mansion. Uh, the uh, fuck, what is it called? The Tower of Terror ride. The carts do the Tower of Terror ride. The carts they do something similar. Yeah, uh, like it has to reach a certain yeah. puck to charge. Yeah. Right to do the next set. Um, and so this what they the other thing that they did was they would integrate the action on the stage with the stuff that's happening on the screen mm-hmm. in a really good way. Like the first time you see Jason Bourne, he's like street fighting for money, right? And there are actual actors that are part of the crowd watching, and then there's part of the screen is the crowd that's watching the fight and it's done in such a way that it's actually kind of hard to tell who the real people are wow. and who the projections are wow. um, like you can tell but it takes some looking I definitely like, I definitely interested in seeing it when I'm there Te- for like, sure. technologically it's amazing it's an amazing show and they use 3d projection right they use, like 3d map uh, they don't mm-mm. no no it's all it's all projected onto the screen and then anything that actually needs to like be present in the space. I mean, is an actual the Terminator prop. Two did that a little bit. I mean, like at one point they would go into the screen from, and, and so then, they do stuff like that. Yeah. There's p- sequence. There's parts of it where it looks like the 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 actors go into the screen. And then then, and then they're in happens. the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a the the there's a sequence at the end where there's like there's a car chase, and so these cars. That's what I saw on YouTube. These cars rise up out of the stage. And it, it's done in such a way that, like, that same camera panning effect. Yeah. Like, the camera's panning down, and so, like, these r- cars come up into view, right? Mm. And they're twisting and turning and doing all this stuff, and it's like you're watching this car chase happen, and they're jumping between cars and doing all the, the stunt work. But it's really well done. I was, like, I was amazed at the way that the technology we've, It was super cool. We've had a discussion. We sort of want to go to Disneyland next year, but we were like, what if we went for, like, a long weekend at Universal? That would be fun. Because... Mm-hmm. But she's like, my wife's like, you're not going to be able to go to Florida and not go to Disney. I'm like, well, I could do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, Galaxy's Edge. Okay. She's like, what about the Haunted Mansion? I'm like, you know what? I've been on the Haunted Mansion so many times, I could actually skip it on one trip. <gasps> what? Blasphemy. I, I, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean. That's basically, we were talking about. Could you doing- skip like you guys didn't do Disney the whole time, yeah. but if you're going to D- Disney and you had like one day, you could skip Magic Kingdom one day, right? Skip Magic Kingdom. But, <sighs> I'd have I mean, to. I'd have to think about. I'd have to think about how I was really spending that day. What's that? I'd have to think a lot about how I was going to spend that day. Right. Which is actually what we were initially planning to do was to uh, use at least one, maybe two days to go to, to Disney. Yeah. And we decided to not to, especially because we got like the two extra days at Universal, and it's so expensive right yeah. now. All, yeah, after um, they get you, this here's two free days. And that you know. and like, I'm so like not impressed with Bob Chapek's entire job performance. You mean Bob Paycheck? Bob Paycheck. Um, I feel like oh, so many of the things that he's done. I feel like I don't really want to go to Disney right now. Yeah, um, I feel like he's ruined a lot. I and, feel you. Uh, it, he definitely took the shine off of it for me. Oh, yeah. So I didn't oh, I mind. I didn't mind I'm, skipping Disney this time. All right, let's move on. Let's uh, Stranger Things 4, who was caught up on it? Not me. I am. So we're going to try to discuss it and not be spoilerific. Spoiling the shit out of it. No, we're not. Uh, L dies. It's possible to to do this without spoiling anything. I can step out. Plot-wise, we don't need to talk about anything. Right. No, not really. I'm going to give you my two cents on what I thought about it. I thought it was... 
kind of bloated in the beginning. I didn't really care about much of the season until the halfway point, until uh, where you know the threads were coming together. I guess because I felt a lot of the episodes were too long. Um, they are longer episodes. These are like a movie length episode. They're all like an hour ish. It feels like Netflix was telling them like, "Hey, make these episodes longer." That's what it feels like because they're just longer for no reason. Um, how how long are they? Like the, an hour the, twenty. They're like an hour twenty minutes. Oh, so they add like a good half hour. Yeah, and then like the final two episodes that well, not final two, but the final two episodes of season four, which is part two. Uh, those are going to be an hour and a half each. No, no, no. The last episode is two hours and twenty. Oh, is it two hours? Yeah, I thought the wow. first. I thought it was going to be an hour and a half. They each. just announced like the last is episode is like two end hours. Of it? No, they no, got there's one, one more, season. one more, one okay. more season. I thought season four was the end of it, but but the last two episodes of season four come out July July first. Yeah, 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 soon ish. So not to spoil anything, David Harbor is back. He's in the trailer. Mm. Yeah. So this is the second property where they're trying. He's his character in a movie is being trying to escape from a Russian prison. That's all I can say. Black Widow and now this. Oh, I saw it. he made I a, forgot uh, about Black Widow. Oof. Same storyline. Oof. <laughs> God, that movie was bad. I okay, we're not going there. Everything in the Russian prison I thought was was could have been dismissed. I didn't care about anything that happened in that Russian prison. Well, they had to give him a secondary storyline basically. I understand what they did. It just it dragged for it's so strange, much. Stranger Things. Yeah, it's, someone else said that to me. That was my. That was the stuff I enjoyed the most of the really? season. Yeah, I think you really like prison. All the stuff. Russian, all the Russian prison. But stuff. But even was, the prison stuff was like I don't know. It felt very. Uh, I don't know. Like you knew where it was going before it got there. Yeah. So I, I saw David Harbor made a an Instagram post the other day. Yeah. Where he showed that like so he's lost a ton of weight apparently. Yeah, for a movie. Yeah. And uh, so they actually made. Made him fat, fat prosthetics, yeah. so that they could do <laughs> so flashback like scenes. Himself, yeah. So they could, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I wish I had that problem. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had that problem so I could just take off my prosthetics. Actually, I mean, it, it's, I mean, there's not spoiling anything, but there's a moment where he, there's a scene in the prison, in in this new season where he's talking to another character, and he's talking about like his past experiences. It was the singular best moment in the entire series. I know what you're on, talking on about, and then acting emotional level, because it's it's he's kind of devoid of emotion in the scene, but he's talking about his past, and you're kind of like this dude has been through the shit, yeah. Like, and he's talking about these memories, and you're kind of like, damn. Uh-huh. It it made me like appreciate the writing on the grand scale. Actually, the stuff I had the the most iffiness with was like the the other location, like the the uh, California location. Yeah, the California location. I thought that was kind of lame too, but. The uh, spoiler alert: They leave California. Yeah. That one long take that they did them leaving California in the house. I yeah. thought it was it, beautiful production. Really stuff. good. I mean, you know the 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 baddie in this season is not I called as, it a mile. I did away. too. I called, I called that. it a mile away. Uh, no spoilers, but yeah. yeah. I, as soon I as know. I saw it, I was like, "It's that guy, <laughs> our girl." No, it's a guy. Oh, <laughs> it's very yeah. much a guy. See, that kind of surprised me. I didn't see that coming. Really? And I kind of felt like an idiot afterwards. Mm. I'm like, oh, damn it. But Dave, have you ever seen uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street number four, Dream Warriors? Was that the fourth one? Yeah. I thought that was yeah. like this. 
It's the fourth one. It's the fourth one. Or the third one. It has Denzel Washington. Not Denzel Washington. Uh, but yes. Lawrence Fishburne in it. But yes, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen it. So yeah. you've seen Stranger Things season four? Okay. And there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And even Robert England's in it. <laughs> yeah, he makes an appearance. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, that show. The, a lot of stuff is inspired Stranger Things four, but the plots for there there are a lot of beats that are very much the same. Very similar. Okay. There, yeah. Except there's no Dawkins song. Well, then what's the point? What's the point? Anyway, you were, you were saying, Sean, I didn't mean But that. the main guy um, wears a Dio uh, uh, a jacket yeah. with a Dio patch, and apparently it's actually it's from... It's actually Dio's jacket. It's actually from Dio's yeah, uh, personal awesome. collection. I'm like, that's really? awesome. I, I, I didn't know, know that. that. It came from his estate. Yeah. Yeah, that jacket wow. gets jacked up in this show. <laughs> do you think he cares? Or they probably made a prop from Yeah, probably. Yeah. I Dio, can guarantee you Dio doesn't care. I was about to say, or Dio doesn't care. people who own the jacket, I'm sure they care. Because he's, he's gonna, dead, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's going to rise from the grave like, my jacket! <laughs> probably. Uh, the terror that the that the main baddie inspires is not anywhere near on the level that the Mind Flayer no. was projecting. Yeah, yeah, the Mind Flayer was way more creepier in season three. Just as an opinion. idea, it's yeah. really creepy. But this season, the um, what, what, what's the alternate dimension? What's the word they have for it? The upside down? down? Way more terrifying than in any other season. Yeah. What may be with the exception of season one, where it's being introduced and you're kind of like, what the hell is going on? There's something about the way they they graphically made it this season where it's way more convincing than it's ever been. Mm. And it Budget really scares the hell out of me. Like Money. That, <laughs> just the idea of that, of the upside down is enough to kind of creep me out. And anytime there's scenes in the upside down, I'm always, I found myself a little on edge. It was just sort of like, well, they right. spent like 30, $40 million per episode on this yeah. season. Yeah. You can, really? you can see it, it looks great. Yeah. It looks great. This is the best stranger things ever looked. Yes. Uh, also I would say probably some of the best needle drops and uh, out of all the whole show, like some of the good se- for the season, needle drops. Yeah, music that they played. I don't know. You were that hip, bro. That's what they call it these days. Get with it. Yeah, that Kate You're Bush the song one with the fucking vinyl player. Oh yeah, I've heard about that, the Kate Bush song. Yeah, so like, the Kate Bush. It's a big part of the. Uh, it's, it's a thing that helps yeah, them, but better. that song right now it's like number hot. one on the charts yeah, and yeah. stuff. It's like it's hot. It's hot. Ha- as they yeah, say. Like, like, I like she's about as happy as uh, Rick Astley was when Rick yes. Rowling became. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the use of uh, the Scorpions' uh, "Rocky Like a Hurricane." Yep. In uh, that was season, good too. season three, way more. They yeah. they played a lot of eighties metal in this. Yeah, Not, they do. Yeah. The Hellfire Club was pretty cool though. Yeah, the Hellfire yeah. Club is pretty neat. I just think the kid's kind of a dick for no reason, and he kind of like. Like, no, the, the long haired dude. Yeah, I think he get his just serves desserts at some point. But I, I like the character. I thought he was cool. That I think was, he's a little bit too much of a douchebag. I but think he gets his just desserts like right away. <laughs> everything that happens. Yeah, so. I guess they do talk a little bit about satanic panic, which is great during this time because it's exactly when it yeah. was happening. And that that is of interest to me. Satanic panic literature and ephemera are is a, like a hobby of pretty mine. good. Like through is that the is that the uh, hair color they used to use in the eighties? Yep. The uh, the the um, <laughs> the season douche of this season, yeah, really Great. well, yeah, so convincing, douche. so convincing. <laughs> Great, douchebag. I hate that guy so much. Which one was the douche? Uh, the girl, right? The basketball player. The basketball player. Oh well, the girl too. That uh, was fucking was eleven. Well, oh yeah, yeah she no, gets her he, shit too. He's uh, the season douche though. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also. Some dude who I thought was dead miraculously is not dead. They have yet to explain that. Who? I don't want to spoil it. Oh. So, 
I'll save it for later. All right. Is it Papa? Yeah, it's Papa. I've thought for a long time that Papa didn't actually die. He gets attacked by a Demogorgon. <laughs> Who's Papa? I, the the silver-haired uh, guy with a big scar on oh, his face. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. E- even when that initially happened in season one, I was like, he didn't die. Really? They didn't yeah. show him dead. Yeah, if you don't see him die. being ripped apart. Yeah. yeah. I guess. I don't know. I always, I still feel to this, at four seasons in, I still think season one's the best season, and they should have ended it with season one. Like they originally planned to. How could they end it with season one? They don't explain. Originally, Stranger Things was supposed to be an anthology series. Okay. And season one was supposed to be like the kickoff, and like season two was supposed to be a different story. Like American Horror Story. Yeah. But the characters are too popular. I guess. Netflix thought like, hey, this is too hot. Yeah. Branding. Yeah, we need to do it again. I'm glad they stuck with it this way, though. Because I like the character. Actually, my least favorite character in the entire series has always been, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who's dating L. Mike. 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 Yeah, he's Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Wolfhard. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely awkwardly aged. That's for sure. <laughs> well, he he's has. he's just he has not grown into his body. He's just <laughs> always been my least. If I was a kid and I was in that friend group, he would be my least favorite. My favorite is group. Dustin and Steve. Those yeah, Dustin is awesome. Nice. Two Finn winners. Wolfhard right was a great trash mouth in it though like i thought he yeah. I thought he made a great richie yeah. tozier yeah he yeah. Was made for that movie yeah um all right anybody else watching any tv series i've been watching, watching like nothing recently i've been listening to music and playing music that's most there you go so i'm caught up on the boys yeah so am i the uh i didn't think they're going to be able to take it to a new level but 10 minutes into the first episode you had that guy shrinking down. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they thought, "What's Ant Man's worst fear?" Is what they thought. <laughs> you ever seen that meme where Ant Man goes into Santos's butt? That's how he defeats him. What? <laughs> you never heard that before? No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've heard of this. So imagine not the butt, but the other orifice, or the the front part of a of a of a man, <laughs> and then. Penis. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a girl penis is not a bad word. Why are she you knows like... that word? Okay, she has awareness of anatomy. She's aware she has bodily autonomy, and she knows these languages. She knows these words so that she can uh, advocate for herself. Uh, we, we hey, it doesn't matter. All right, all right. Listen, so she penis. knows these words. Uh, so <laughs> all I can say is it's in the first ten minutes. Of it the show. is. Uh, he goes inside. Is I guess I guess supposed to be a pleasurable thing. Pleasurable thing for the guy and he's going into. Except when he sneezes, and because <laughs> he's high on coke. In in biggins is all I can say. He can't control his enlargement. Right. Yeah. Or his non enlargement. Non enlargement. So somebody gets grown into, and not in a fun way. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to watch this. You should watch it. It's great. <laughs> if you ever want to watch something irreverent that like pokes really good fun at Marvel and DC at the same time, The Boys is such a fucking great show. What What is this on? Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime. Hmm, okay. You never seen it? No. Oh, dude. I still haven't started it yet. I I you, want you to. Got, you got three seasons to watch. Yeah. Now. Homelander yeah. is such. A dick. Well, he's so good. Too. He's so good the, at it. It's the core creative team from Supernatural, Supernatural yeah. which Supernatural, I really yeah. enjoyed. Apparently, this new season Christian? has mm-hmm. one of the guys from Supernatural in it. Yeah, Jensen Echols is yep. becoming like uh, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, yeah. not Soldier Boy, but Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. <laughs> you gotta say it right. No, I think that's a different person. No, no, that's Soldier Boy. <laughs> he's singing, he's a rap star in the show. Okay, he was on a. Uh, like one of the he even does a rap in the show come on he was 
Yo, he does. Blondie. Yeah. That's right. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't call it a rap. I know. Uh, but yeah, it, The Boys is so good. It's a lot of fun. It's easily one of my favorite shows on Amazon. You it, Totally. If you, uh, both of you guys, check it out. Watch the first couple episodes. I very gory. Hooked. You have, Sean? Or you yeah, haven't? I added it on my way. Oh, you added it. It's very Perfect. gory. It is. Probably don't watch it with children. Uh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm caught up on The Offer, which... Uh, you know me, I like movies and shows that are about the making of other movies and shows. Sure, yeah. I really like The Offer. Um, what is that about? It's, it's about the making, making of, of Godfather. The a fictional oh, okay. version of the making of Godfather. Okay. It's supposedly how well, it was it's done. It's one producer's account about yeah, exactly. what, it, what it took to make The Godfather. And, okay. he, and it's uh, Miles Teller is the main guy. Um, and it has Giovanni Ribisi is I like one, him. He's, he's, one, he's a gangster in this in the show. He's like really convincing too. He's a good it, actor. No, he is. Uh, and one of the girls from I can't think of her name, Juno Temple mm-hmm. from Juno Temple. Ted Lasso. She's also been in another stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know that name. But I can't think of why. Uh, and the guy that plays like the the movie the the studio uh, the guy who runs the studio mm-hmm. he's really good. He's like he has like this weird nasally sound to his voice. It sounds like he's done too much coke. Yes. Yeah. It's a really good show. I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, and then we mentioned Dan Fogler either earlier. Talk about perfect casting for yes. uh, uh, God. What's his name? Coppola. Francis, he's Francis Ford, Ford Coppola. Coppola. Man, he's embodies that dude so well. <laughs> My favorite jokes in that in that or parts of that show is every time that uh, Coppola they go out to dinner or do something. He's like he's like hmm, I like this wine. And he's always talking about wine. I'm like because <laughs> he because he eventually you know, owns his own winery. winery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a great show. I I really like it. Uh, are you caught up on Barry? No, I haven't watched the new season yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I've um, been waiting for it to finish so I can just kind of. I binge think it. season finale is tonight. Mm. Uh, all I can say, there's some good parts of it, but overall, it's not my. It's not been the best. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I've heard season. nothing but good things about it's it. It's good, but it's not. I don't know some some plot lines. I'm just not fan of you know sure i'll let you watch it then we can discuss it later absolutely uh but there's something on the list i i don't even know what you're talking about i will get to that in a minute we can finish with the other that's stuff. it yeah, that's yeah. it oh well you don't want to talk about obi-wan well we're gonna we're gonna get there when we when we start what we star wars oh okay well, that's the, our, our future segments yep uh so i will talk about it then it's if i don't have another moment uh so i watched a stop motion action 80s horror film is it recent? It came out. Is it a 20... film or a TV show? It's a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I rented it. Uh, so, do you guys like action eighties action movies? Yes. Yeah. Do you like eighties action movie with montages that also take place with vampires? Uh, yes. Do you like stop motion action? Yes. Meaning what? I understand what stop motion is, but like, what what kind of stop motion are you talking? Like claymation, about? like Wallace and Gromit. Yes. Okay. Now, imagine all those things in a blender. Okay. Mixed in with a satire of, like, on the level... I wouldn't say putting it that high might be praising it too much. But putting it on the level of, like, a South Park-level satire. How okay. does that sound to you? It, it sounds like a blender I want to drink out of. Exactly. <laughs> so, this movie is called Chuck Steele and the Night of the Tramp Pyres. Okay. Uh, it's all stop motion. Uh, it was made by this independent company from England. I think some of the animators used to work on Wallace and Gromit. Okay. They, um, made this 
action movie. It's about this guy named Chuck Steele, and it's very much a parody or satire of 80s action films. And um, in the middle of it is a vampire story. That sounds fun. And Where uh, do you rent this at? I got it on Amazon that for uh, three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. All right. As, it, a, as an animation fan alone, it yeah, sounds the fun. animation is amazing. That's what draw drew me to it. Is uh, I saw like a thirty. Uh, second. I see what you did there. It's animation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's stop motion. It's, it's stop motion. So that's why I didn't. Try <laughs> hey, they still, to at least they had, okay, they had to draw animatics at some point. I'm sure they did. Uh, but the stop motion uh, work alone, it's so smooth. At times, I forgot I was watching a stop motion movie, and uh, the acting is ridiculous. The plot is overly ridiculous, and at the same time, there's a lot of funny moments. Chuck Steele. Uh, there sounds are, like a, there sounds are, like a radio personality. There are a couple of dings on it. It does kind of at times kind of like drag its feet on uh, some of the plot, and uh, there are some jokes that. I don't know. It feel a little too misogynistic, uh, but I understand that they're trying to be a satire and a parody of the '80s, which was very machismo and very uh, uh, masochistic or uh, misogynistic. Misogynistic. Thank you. My brain's going. To All right, I, I'd be interested in. Anyway, this. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I it came out of nowhere for me. I know it's a few years old, um, but. It was definitely a lot of fun watching. Did, so, we, did we talk on the last episode about ever seeing everywhere all at once? Yeah, we did. We yeah, did. We talked about it. It's hands down my favorite. It's movie now of the streaming year. Uh, again. Yeah, you can buy it via yeah. view now. I, I that movie is so good. Yeah, it's great. the The best multiverse movie that came out this year or ever. Or yeah, it's one of the best movies that have come out in a long, long time. Yep. So anyway, you you told me that I didn't believe you. Yeah. Because usually I don't me. believe you. Yeah, normally. But I had to watch it for myself, and I and I was I was enthralled by it. I, I cried in the movie theater watching it, so it's great. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, You'd we, like it, John. I think yes, you, you would really love it. it. I, uh, yeah, people keep telling me. Kui, 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 There you go. He was, short round. Uh, short round from Indiana Jones. And Data. And, D- and Goonies. Okay. He uh, took a break, and then... He's like, this looks like he didn't mean to take a break. He just couldn't get any roles that he wanted. Oh, hmm. this is gonna that. This is stop. He saw. <laughs> I, I saw an, uh, an interview with him. He said he watched Crazy uh, Rich, Crazy Asians. Yeah, Crazy he's Rich like, Asians. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you know what? I want to get back into making movies. And yeah, because the first movie he well, did. The reason he stopped acting because he couldn't get roles uh, as a uh, Asian person uh, that right. wasn't like. Stereotypical, stereotypical, or bullshit. demeaning. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he just decided to walk away from acting, and then this whole thing came up, and he's like, "Oh, maybe Asians can make an impact in movies." And I am glad we're at a point where you you don't have to play to stereotypes. Absolutely, Michelle Yeoh is fantastic in this movie. Everybody, James Hong is great in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, if you you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into what we Star Wars. The what? only thing new is Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Have you, everybody been watching it? No. No. <laughs> God damn, guys. You are not Star Wars fans enough, guys. So, okay. I'm, I get, I'm probably not at this point. <laughs> well, I don't blame Another you. show yes. we will talk about without <laughs> I, I it love too much. Star Wars. I do. But I also kind of don't care anymore. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm going to take my stance right here so we can kind of, like, clean this up. I, I am a lifelong Star Wars fan. It's hands down... Singly responsible, along with Indiana Jones, making me want to make movies and tell stories. Uh, 
And when they came out with the prequels, I thought, oh, man, this is our chance. Like, yeah, I'm ready for it. It was in the 90s or late 90s, at least. And I was excited for it. Phantom Menace was 99, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 98. 99. I think it was 99. 99. Okay. Well, they did the re-release of the original trilogy, that, the and then they led up yeah. to yep. uh, episode one. The special editions. The special editions. But I already owned bad the, CGI. I already owned the theatrical cuts on VHS. I do too. Um, anyway, um, I, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, the this new chapter, this new edition of Star Wars, there are they do a lot of things that make it hard to still be a Star Wars fan. However, they do have, like, glimmers of hope here and there. Like, they still have, like, oh, we remember you, original fans. Um, and I, I'm starting to understand that maybe this Star Wars is not just, is not for me. It's for the new fans that are coming along the way and newer fans who are discovering it for the first time. And uh, I get that, I guess, but... They really do make it hard to be a Star Wars fan sometimes. <laughs> so, you don't like Obi-Wan? It's not that I don't like it, because there are moments of it that I'm like, man, this is some of the best they have ever made. And then there's at moments where I go, wow, this is terrible. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm, the thing is, it's a mixed like, bag with me. The, it, it, in all honesty, though, Star Wars has always been like that, though. Yeah, to I agreed. Degree. Star Wars has always been a really weird mix of really impressive, really cool, really well done, and what the fuck is even going on? We, go, right we now? look back at the original trilogy, no matter how great it is, there's moments. There are we, some. There's we some look back, it was like rose colored glasses. We're like, oh, we it's a, it was, it's my childhood, but there's some. There's hokey dialogue and bad acting and like dumb plot points and like I like I don't feel like that at all from the original trilogy. It now are they way more egregious in the prequels? Everything is way more egregious. I'm not even talking about the prequels. I'm talking about the sequel trilogy. (laughs) I like the sequel trilogy. I do not. I do. I liked Force Awakens. I liked what it promised. And there's parts of it in Last Jedi I really enjoyed. Force Awakens and Last Jedi I enjoy. The last movie, even I as a very like non into, super casual even i could figure i tell you exactly what's wrong with that movie and and it irritated it angered me in the theater sitting there going this is shit yeah this sucks it was shit and Which they try to sell it to you like it's amazing yeah rise of skywalker yeah and it kind of feels like they're rolling into that still uh with these star wars shows i don't i all right, Mandalorian. I had fun with. I, I like Mandalorian. I have moments in Mandalorian where I love it, but there are also a lot of moments where I'm like, "Fuck, this is boring as fucking." There's lots of moments dry. in Boba Fett that I love, but there's a lot of it that I did not. I could have lived my whole life without ever seeing Boba Fett and still be happy. But then, how would they? The, how would they bridge? Mandalorian season two to three without Boba Fett. They take those shitty episodes that were Mandalorian episodes and put they, it in no, Mandalorian. Not, nope, they didn't do that. That's not going to do that. Done. I I like. Uh, I didn't make it all the way through the Boba Fett series. Um, we we have we've we've wanted Boba Fett media for a long yeah, we time. Have. And I and this is what, this we, is got. what we got. <laughs> it's just like God it's kind damn of it. Down. Who the fuck was writing this shit the, uh, like this the stuff John where Favreau he's like, and the stuff where he's Dave living Filoni. with the sand people was interesting to it, interesting me. to a degree to but a, they didn't even like 
kind of push it. They just kind of like took moments from yeah, it, and right. that was it. All right, let's go back to Obi-Wan without spoiling it too much. Um, I, I, I'm glad they got off Tatooine early enough in the series. Sure. <laughs> um, there's some there's some weird weird plot points, but overall I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, I I'm, I'm trying not to spoil things. Uh, ben, uh, you know, doing what he's supposed to be doing, but he has to go rescue somebody, which was sort of I did not expect they were going to do that. Oh. They did. Are we being that like? No, I mean we're the not. cat's out of the bag. Like, no, that's it's, over, it's in the trailer. You don't know, do you? I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. The Obi Wan. All right, you so, should. Out of all of the, I like, don't TV, care greatly if you spoil it. There's a there. Leia is a little girl in the show, right? And they, he has to go save her. Okay. So, that's the plot point. That's okay. why. That's the basically inciting incident to push the plot forward. You think everybody's think, oh, it's going to be him protecting Luke, but it's not. It's him protecting Leia, which I thought was interesting. I did not expect him to go there. And the little girl playing Leia, she's really adorable. I've heard that that's also true. Yeah, also suffers she's, from being a child actor, but. No, she steals the scenes only with when she's talking Obi-Wan. to Obi Wan. Every time, every time, every time she's by herself, it's like fuck. Just stop being on screen. You're mean to little kids. What's I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at all. I'm just. It's just. At times, it's just. It's terrible acting. They like you didn't even try a second time, or a better take wasn't better. There's just some terrible scenes in that all show. Right. The the bounty hunters when they're being chased by bounty hunters in one episode, the inquisitors. Thought, you mean? No, not the inquisitors, but the bounty hunters. Uh-huh. That, that was cool. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> the chase sequences. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. They were. It was terrible. <laughs> it looked like a Frankenstein chasing after a child. What Frank? I didn't see Frankenstein in the movie. No uh, shit. It, basically, it's anytime they're walking, they they're they you, you can actively tell they're not trying to catch the child. No, the gro- not Grogu. I'm gonna stop talking because uh, anything I say is just gonna be like bounced off of a wall. You're not even trying to take my criticism here. All right. So, what do you think about the Grand Inquisitors and the live action version of them? Well, I, I think they're fine. Uh, there's moments where I think they're going to be cool, but they're not cool. I think um, some of the makeup looks cool. Um, I still, I'm still jury's out on this uh, Riva character. There's times where I think she's really cool, and I think she's gonna be uh, like a like a secret good guy, but she's people hate her because I don't she's think, I don't think the acting choices she's making are very good. Yeah, might not be her too. It might be a director. So. Yeah, whatever. I, I, it's hard to people tell. are whatever. hating on her number one because she's black and female, which is so well, fucking stupid. I don't care about that. I don't care about that either. I what what I do care about is them telling me a good story and making it, you know, quality cinema and making me worth my time. And they're doing a very hard time making me care. Who's directing John Favreau? No, Deborah Chow did the yeah. whole series. Um, who what is she from? What has she done before? She's done mostly TV. Yeah. Yeah, and then she did the fan favorite episodes from Mandalorian season 1. Okay. That's how she got the job for Obi Wan. All right, so we can uh, we can put our light terrible the way. We'll come back to that. But we can talk about we, we we didn't talk about the gorilla in the room. They brought back you know Vader is a major part of it. He's awesome. Anytime Vader's on screen, I'm like, ooh, this is really cool. Vader was I didn't I mean, there's elements tell, of tell anyone not to choke on their ambition. No. That doesn't happen. No, not yet. Yeah. He's he's very he's very sensitive. This Darth Vader well, that sure. we're seeing. So. He uh, he kills some uh, randozo. It's just a 
It's kills him. I yeah, thought that was pretty brutal. This is like you know early Vader, like year one Vader. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What do we Marvel? Has anybody seen Ms. Marvel? I have. No. no. Really? Guys, come on. All right. So I haven't been watching anything recently, like at all. So. It's okay. I don't blame you. You have a life, Dave. I don't. All right. So. I know you might. I don't know what you're going to say about Ms. Marvel. Sure. Okay. I don't. You don't. Uh, we watched the first episode the other night. I think there's only one episode. There's only out. One, yeah. Uh, my wife is a huge fan of Kamala Khan. She yeah, so loves the character. I, I like the character a lot. Uh, I've read some of the books, some not as much as she has. And yeah. from what I've read, they did a really good job of portraying that character on screen. Mm-hmm. I really. I liked the episode a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a completely. I was arguing with a friend of mine, uh, Scott. If you're listening, I'm. Ar- you're like you didn't really like it that much, and I. Oh, really? I don't think he got it. Um, but here's the thing: is not every Marvel series has to have the same feeling. Like Moon Knight doesn't have to feel. Miss Marvel shouldn't feel like Moon Knight. Shouldn't feel like Wandavision. Shouldn't feel. Everything should have their own uh, feeling to it because this is a teenage girl learning, getting powers, learning to deal with it. I really enjoyed the Into the Spider-Verse animation and graphics they've inputted in this episode. Sure. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was it's something they've never really done before. And I thought it was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um the the Marvel Con was pretty awesome. AvengerCon. AvengerCon? Yeah. Uh I want to go there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It reminds me of every con I've ever been to. <laughs> Yeah, well, well the, the the meme already like the the girl got hit by the giant Mjolnir that was swinging. Yeah, it was like everybody wanted, alert, yeah, everybody. It, yeah, sorry, everyone wants to get hammered. <laughs> but um, bump. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let me echo my sentiments here. Sure. I uh, I really enjoy uh, Miss Marvel. I think it's what. Yeah, I think it's wait. Which multiverse are we in? This one, the regular one, the oh, only sure. one that exists. I think it's uh. Hands down, the best pilot series Marvel Studios has ever made for a TV show. I think it's the better of any of the shows they have so far, but jury's out because they still got a whole season to produce, and they usually shit the bed midway through anyway. Um, they am- they Amber heard it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they Amber heard it halfway through it's the a, show. It's a verb now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I really liked it. Uh, my, I didn't get into the Spider Verse when I watched it. I really felt like Scott Pilgrim vibes when I watched it for the first time. I thought like, oh man, they, somebody watched Scott Pilgrim and really it, liked it, it. It does have that feeling to it. Yeah. it like like I mentioned, it's it's sort of fun. It's irreverent. It's yeah, yeah. like like Into the Spider Verse, you know? Yeah, yeah. I and I the, didn't put the Into the Spider Verse connection until now, but yeah, I, like yeah. the animation and stuff they do on it is really the cool. intro kind of reminds me your, of Into the Spider Verse. Your, your daughters would love it. It's really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's a really sweet story that uh, holds true to uh, the girls' like uh, cultural history. So yep. they, they, that and that was a big part in the comic book. So yes. I'm glad that they kept that uh, here for the um, for the show. And um, oh god, I don't know. I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was fun. Yeah, uh, I'm I excited agree. for the. I wa- I liked it so much. I watched it twice. Oh really? So, and I can't say that for any other Marvel show that's come out. I have yet to want to watch anything Marvel has come out. Want to watch it twice? So Dave just sent this. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a Star Wars poster, but it's all characters from Austin Powers, and it just reminds me of the Pentaveret. And I talked about that show before. Hey, and the more I thought about the Pantavrit, I heard um, uh, Mike Myers discussing it. 
And I'm like, and the way he was talking about the show and I made me appreciate it a little bit more. But um, that was a quick little tangent. But yeah. Sure. I, I really enjoy Miss Marvel. I think it's uh, the best thing or it will be the best thing uh, Marvel Studios has produces TV. I, 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 I'm tending to agree with that. The other thing I wanted to mention that I watched was on Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched the new, this new season of The Kids in the Hall, which, oh, which was amazing. I thought we talked about that. We already. did, but yeah. there was a documentary, a two-part documentary that uh, Mike Myers' brother actually did. It was based on a book. Oh, really? Uh, it's I didn't really, know Mike Myers had a brother. Yeah, it's a really good documentary. I, I, it's like two like two episodes. It was a lot of fun. Uh, learned a lot of stuff I didn't really know about him, you know? Cool. About the way, how they got the show. The and, Canadian guys. Yep, and how Lauren Michael was involved and all that kind of stuff. He basically put, it on, put mm-hmm. them on air. He saw them on cable and... Put them on how, air. how they got canceled after the first season and they came back. A lot of I was very interesting to they me. They came back with a movie. No, they came back with uh, four more seasons than the movie was after. Oh, that. really? I and didn't I didn't that. know this, but the whole making of the movie. Um, one, I'm not going to say who it was. One of the one of the kids in the hall was suing everybody else and never talked to him on the movie set they just did their lines and then he, they would walk away who's the most famous person out of the kids in the hall that would be the person who I do was, you think there's a lot of Dave Foley that makes sense that's who I was gonna guess. guess because he wanted to do news radio there's this whole big fallout and there's the whole thing about Scott Thompson having cancer during the making of that movie mm. really really interesting if you like the kids in the hall it's a yeah. it's a, like a you know two hour documentary it's pretty good though so back to Miss Marvel. <laughs> oh, I thought we were done with Miss Marvel. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were still talking about it. Uh, so anyway, you guys should check it out. Yeah, for sure. I think your kids will like it. Yeah. Uh, I think you wouldn't dig it, Sean. It's very Miss Marvel. Yeah. What is it on Amazon? Disney Plus. It's on Plus. Disney Plus. No, we're all no, on Disney. I don't have that. <laughs> Talk to me later. I'll hook you up. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna start cracking down on it. Well, yeah. In, until they're not Netflix. Right. Uh, all right. So since we have a guest here. Sean, I think it's time for George Hates Metal. Oh, I didn't even think of anything. You're on the spot now. Now's the time. Um, the, well, I did the last George last time Hates you Metal. did. Uh, you did whatever uh, Dreamcatcher G- K-pop. You yes. decided yeah, the to do. K-pop one, the anime the, show, the metallic thing. K-pop. Yeah. Uh, George Hates Metal. How about uh, the you- band I was talking about earlier with Dave? Yeah, Ein Vigi. Um, you're fishy. There's a, there's a, a, like, let's see, um, what song from there? De Profundis. Let's try that one. How do you spell this? How do they fund you? E I N V I G I. Just like it sounds. A band from Finland. Okay. Just like how it sounds in Finnish. (laughs) Just how it sounds. All right. Uh, we're going to listen to how the Ein V G. Uh, what song did you say? Uh, let's do De Profundis. De Profundis. We'll be right back.
And that was Ein VG from Norway. Finland. So, Finland. 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 Sorry. <laughs> we're getting this wrong. We were talking Finnish. about Norway earlier. That's okay. right. We were talking about Norway. Finnish. I, I, I like a lot of Finnish music. This is the first time I've ever heard them. I know Sean has mentioned them before. Um, I liked them. I, I guess it's not up to me because this is George Hates Metal, but um, the first part, it was definitely like a very 80s like pop uh, feeling to it, you know what I mean? The sound, the guitar riffs, and the, just the sound of it was like really good, cool. Really, the jangly guitar is. Yeah. I, I felt like I heard like early '90s jangly guitar, yeah, cranberries, stuff, yeah. the Smith Stephen Street kind of production. I don't know who Stephen Street is. He's the guy who produced the cranberries and the oh, Smith. Okay, <laughs> but that kind of like open jangly. So there are parts of it where I'm like, am I listening to metal band? But it doesn't matter because the entire album is an experience and it's a mood album. It's it, it it's like it's like a watercolor painting this album, and I've just gotten so into it, and, and I'll be craving listening to it when I don't have it on, which is a really good sign for me. So you know, it's funny because I, a couple like a couple weeks ago I thought I had like oh this album this one album over here this is probably going to be the album of the year this album no 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 oh. this other album I was thinking of no, then all of a sudden you think like oh nothing could be better than that yeah and then like a month wait, and a half later wait VG, a minute VG I'll, just visuals it. yeah you just hear this thing and you're like whoa I want to know what this year your, before your top album was the, the, the Manic album oh, really? I, was, I listened to the hell out of that album okay so, uh, alright so uh, George what did you think of I Knew Vivi it was fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if when you're driving somewhere, uh, put this album on and just as like a background piece to driving and being in movement. It, it feels like very background music. Yeah. Like it's something you could just listen to in the background and just kind of zone out. I it guess. definitely. Well, I, see, I'm actually sitting there listening to it actively though. And it, it's definitely um, this emotional musical experience, which is. Do you think taking this song out of the context of the whole album it, would- it weakens it? Yeah. Okay. Because the entire, I think the uh, this is one of those albums where I really would emphasize: do not playlist, do not hit shuffle, front to back in the order they wanted it, and that's a you know. But I only listen to shuffle. Not, see, and I agree. I listen to a lot of shuffle too, but not in this situation. Yeah. So check out the full album. It's uh, it's it, it's dual and like from the like the 17, 1800s. It was a, the term of like a duel, some special duel they used to do. But oh, the band name. Yeah, the band name. Uh, I was like, that's the name of the album is Duel? No, the name of the album was, what's it called? It, it, I don't know what it's called. Finish. It's something in Finnish. Try it out, Just Carrie. Spotify, look up the band name. Uh, yo, Kyoji Kansini. Yo, Joko Kansiki. Yo. Yo. Yo with the uh, um, accent mark. Yo, I'm Vigi Raps. Yo. <laughs> yo, Black Gaze Metal Raps. You know, they brought that Black <laughs> Yo, Black Gaze. They brought Yo MTV Raps back. <laughs> they did. Really? Like, us growing to, like, Paramount. I'm like, what? Okay, I didn't know they brought that back. Who could they possibly think is watching MTV for music these days? No, it's not on... It's on. It's Paramount. Oh. Well, Paramount owns MTV. Yeah, so it's not on TV. It's on Paramount. Does MTV actually exist as a thing anymore? You can turn it into? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Sure it is. They're not getting their own streaming service, so... Hmm. I feel yeah. like some of that stuff would be on Paramount, but I don't pay attention to <clears> it. But, yeah. all right, we're going on tangent. Uh, Dave, what did you think of the band? Um, <clears throat> interesting enough that I, I will be looking into it further. Me too, I, I yeah. feel like I didn't get enough out of that to make a judgment on. Um, but it it's interesting enough that I'll, I'll be looking into it more. So It's Vigilicious. 
Einvigilicious. Every, I, it reminds me, do you remember the, with the, the first, um, oh, I can't think, this, my brain fog is coming back, um, the Jim Carrey Ace Ventura movie. Uh-huh. I, one of the characters is like Ein, Einhorn is a man or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. When I first heard that song, that band name, I'm like, oh, reminds me of Ace Ventura. Detective probably. Einhorn. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to be remiss if we didn't talk about it, but I think we're going to hold it off to the next episode. George wants to talk about Top Gun Maverick, which he's seen and I have not. Top Gun Maverick. It's great. Best movie of the summer. And I've seen so Jurassic far. World Dominion, which we're you're gonna we're gonna see again this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna see it next week. So we'll talk yeah. about that on the next episode. I'm gonna say Jurassic World Dominion is not the best movie, not the best Jurassic Park Man, if movie. You were saying that, that but terrible. I'm gonna say it's a lot of fucking fun. It's a popcorn movie. Is it better than the last one? Yes, much better than the last one. No, that's all I need. It has dinos fighting, and it has all the characters from both... Fallen Kingdom is dog. I don't remember Fallen Kingdom, honestly. It's terrible. That's what it is. But, I mean, the the dinosaurs are living out in the world. It's like 10 years later type of deal. Oh, wow. It's a 10-year jump, huh? Yeah. Wow, so it's not even like next day or whatever. Nope. Yeah, wow. Cool. And they, they cover it in a very interesting way by like a documentary style. I I really I liked it I I I saw <laughs> that bringing Ian Malcolm back into the fold and all the original characters was really cool mm. and they get a lot of screen time sorry they do get a lot of screen time I thought there was going to be like oh they show up for five minutes and that's it but kind of no. like in the last movie yeah where he showed up for a scene yeah and they build it as if he was in the whole movie but uh, I mean you got Grant and uh, I I can't think of the other archaeologist Sattler Ellie yeah. That I mean, I thought it was cool. I, I there's some weird stuff in it, but I, I'm excited to see it. But I'm also trying to like have reserved optimism. Temper your it. expectations. You'll you'll have a good time. Okay, that's all. It's a I, fun I movie. I just want it to be better than the last one because the last one was just. I'm gonna so have to go back terrible. and rewatch it because I only watched that the first time in the theater. Uh, I I want to see why you think it was so bad. I don't remember. It's been a while. It's just terrible decisions but top gun maverick i finally saw the, the first top gun movie like two weeks ago uh, you don't need to see the first one dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it did not take my breath away it was it was fine i it loved was, it as a kid growing up i loved it i just never watched it yeah. i played the video game and it's probably why i never watched the movie because that video game was a fucking hard that game and it, yeah. the one where you had to land on the aircraft yes yeah. i could yeah. never yeah. land and no one ever did no one ever landed because the, the technology aircraft. wasn't right it's like it. nobody got past the first level because you like shot all the planes down and then you tried to land and game over you're like fuck this game <laughs> yeah like all most all old nintendo games are like that yeah yep. that's how they got your money Word. all right so uh one movie i do want to talk about that uh before we move on was tickling our geek is the norseman Oh yes, you I watched it. it last Sunday. I watched it last Sunday as well. Yeah, it's streaming on Peacock. Peacock. There you go. Yeah, that's how I watched it. Okay, cool. I'll watch that. What? Well, if you have Peacock, you can watch it for free right now. Yep. Oh, all right. Beautifully shot movie. Wonderfully shot. Uh, the whole time watching that, I wanted to play Assassin's Creed. Though I'm like, I want to play Valhalla more. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's a really good movie. Um, it's a Robert Eggers movie. So yeah. Uh, you know, this is the first Robert Edgar movie I've seen. You haven't seen The Witch? I have not seen The Witch. Or The Lighthouse. I have not oh, seen The Lighthouse. The Witch is so good. I haven't, I just never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Sean just got congratulated by, by Dave. I, I know you guys. In my shirt. I know. My Black, Black Phillip shirt. I know you guys love it. I just never seen it. It's pretty good. I would recommend watching it with subtitles. Yeah. 
I wouldn't. You know when I watched that movie? I didn't okay. understand is what it, the fuck they were talking about the first yes, time. Yes, watch subtitles. Is yeah. The Witch streaming anywhere? No. I don't think so. You'd have to rent it or purchase it. Okay. Maybe I'll borrow it from you. You have it on Blu-ray? He does. I, I bought I, it for him. I, started, I have it on digital. Okay. When I watched that movie, I started, like, when it was daylight, it was, like, six or seven. Yeah. You know, and I didn't have the lights on. And so by the time it finished, I was in the utter darkness, and that really <laughs> freaked me out. <laughs> what about the That's lighthouse? A good mood way to watch it. So uh, I like. I watched the lighthouse. the lighthouse once. We went to go see it in the theater, and when the movie ended, the, we turned to each other and were like, "What the hell did we just watch?" And then I know the premise of the movie. Then we could not stop talking about the movie for like three days. Okay. And so it was like it was one of those where when it ended, it like we had to chew on it for a while. Sure. Um, I liked it. I, I, in hindsight, I'm like, it's great. Lobster, ain't you? In, in hindsight, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so Robert bizarre. Pattinson, right? And, yeah, and, uh, and Willem Dafoe. Willem, Willem and they Dafoe. are both amazing in it. They are both really, really good. Was he William Dafoe or William Defriend? He that was movie? not the friend. He definitely no, not okay. the friend. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, I, it, I, it, I, it's very weird. It's very strange. I saw it because I heard, uh, I've heard both all of the movies are weird. And I was expecting the Norseman, if you go go with me here, to be more weirder. No, so, okay, I think no, no, no. what Northman you need to understand about his most accessible movie. It because is what very... you need to understand about the way that Robert Eggers approaches his movies. I haven't seen The Northman yet, but the way that he's approached his other movies is the reason that they they seem weird is that like he really invests into whatever the lore is that he's so like The Witch is not a he bills it as it's a horror movie for Puritans, mm-hmm. right? The story—it's not really a horror movie for modern day audiences. No, it's the ghost. It's story. not. It's a ghost story. It's a weird. But if you think about the story from the perspective of the actual people that are in it, it's horrifying. Like this is the worst thing they could possibly imagine is okay. happening to them. And mm-hmm. if if you are a at least you're watching it from the perspective of the young daughter. Uh, it's well, not, it's a, like an awakening kind of deal, and that's the other side of it, right? And so there's a, that whole other part of it, but. The reason that it comes off as weird is because he he gets so fully into the dialect, like the characters actually oh, yeah. speak. Like that's why I didn't understand anything they said the first time. Then I watched it with subtitles. Like, oh, this movie makes a lot more sense now. So they're speaking English, but <laughs> yeah. they're speaking like old timey English. That yeah, that from the 1600s yeah. and stuff like that. And so, uh, like proper English. And so then, and and British so English. if it, proper. I as a, I'm a history fan and a folklore fan yeah. and a mythology fan, and it the witch is very much in New England um, colony witch lore, like it's steeped in that. And so, Salem if you and know all that these stuff, things, yeah. then you can see them all in the movie, and it's all really well done. The movie's beautifully shot. Yeah. It's beautifully. I'm going to say that one thing about Norseman, it is beautifully shot. You can tell. It's all shot on location, and I said mm-hmm. it was. I think you said it was, they shot it in Ireland because there's a making of scene you can watch after the movie on yeah, Peacock, which shoot, is really they cool. Didn't shoot in Norway, they shot in Ireland. Yeah, beautiful, and uh, it's a revenge movie. Mm-hmm. Right, it's, it's, ba- it's, it's Hamlet. Hamlet. I understand. It's, that. It is hundred percent Hamlet. I understand that it's Hamlet. Um, <laughs> yes, for someone, sure. Someone Simil- tried to tell me it wasn't Hamlet. I was like, eh, I'm pretty sure it's Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, and then he tells he, the guy says his name and his uh, the character's name is. Amlet, but with an A instead of an H. 
Yeah. So that was the original um, pronunciation. Man, of, his mom. Ooh. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Watch so, it. Well, You'll that, love it. So similarly, I have some, similarly, some, I was uh, saying on, on The Lighthouse, yeah. that is steeped heavily in like seafaring yeah lore. seafaring stories gotcha. yeah. yeah so like seafaring nightmares what is basically based on yeah when, when i watched the witch though it made me realize oh this is how like it, it made me aware of how it could possibly be that like witch tales would arise from that period mm-hmm. absolutely because yeah. the the environment is so fucking yes. terrifying yes that they're like the anybody thing, could like, die at any yeah, moment like don't go to they're so the edge isolated of the woods. yeah yeah, and it's just the entire. I could see how everyone got paranoid about witches and witchery and all that kind of. Well, stuff. Well, and it's given the religious um, atmosphere at the oh, time yeah. as well, and like the 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 father's his whole crisis. Yeah. Because he brings his family out here because, right. and to him it was, in hindsight, it's hubris. Right. That would he was he taking a stand for his faith he committed in, a, a, in sin. a righteous way, yeah. or has he sinned, sinned. horribly? Yes. And yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, so I'm gonna put my uh, two p- two cents in uh, the Northman. I-, I thought it was okay overall. It's his most accessible movie, but I think it's also his most boring out of all of them. Um, also, it feels like two movies are trying to be made at the same time. <laughs> it feels like he's trying to make a Robert Eggers Viking story, yeah. which has like very little happening. Where Focus Features producers wanted like an action epic. They want basically what they wanted. Braveheart is what they wanted, they and didn't, they what didn't he get that. got, and what he was trying to make was like something like a, a character a piece, kin, yeah, a character piece yeah. about a guy struggling about is he doing the right thing or the wrong thing, and uh, and I think that got lo- the message got really lost, um, and then at the same time, it's Hamlet all over again. So there's nothing special or unique about it because there's been so many iterations of Hamlet. That's done this version of the story, but better. And the end scene was straight out of Star Wars. Sure. Because that's Hamlet. <laughs> I kind of. At times, yeah. Because this, uh, this location and where they were fighting. and I thought the ending piece I was, was waiting for the most Viking thing ever. But yeah. That, that was I was just... waiting for one of them to say, you had the high ground. <laughs> uh, so if you ever seen Hamlet or read hamlet or watched gladiator or, or read quip notes of hamlet yeah, yeah or whatever or watched the lion king for that matter you kind of have <laughs> yeah. the gist of what's happening in this movie Seen rosencrantz and guildenstern are dead yeah you know, pretty much that, yeah. yeah um i like that movie yeah it's a fun movie uh so anyway I, it's okay like i i think it's fine i think there are some really beautiful moments nicole kidman's really odd casting yeah I, I think she doesn't really fit in this movie her face doesn't fit yeah um it's so much work on it. <laughs> I feel like everyone else is trying too hard. And there's some action moments where if this felt like it was supposed to be exciting, but it really wasn't. It was kind of just kind of moot. It was just kind of all right. That happened. Uh, but overall, it was fine. I'm glad I didn't pay money to see it. But I wish I would have saw it on the big screen. But it is what it is. My wife just came here uh, making fun of Nicole Kidman. That way, <laughs> no one likes Nicole Kidman. She's fine. I, I don't have a strong opinion about yeah, Nicole Kidman one way or the other, personally. I liked her in Big Little Lies. I thought she was good in that. All right, let's move on. Uh, I think it's time to tickle our geek. What is tickling your geek, Carrie? What's tickling your geek? This is your section. Oh, am I going first? You're going first. Um, there is a new game coming out, uh, I think, this weekend or this week. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh, yeah. It comes out free on Gamepads if you have it. Oh, I'm buying it for my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So, because it only feels right to have a Nintendo game or Ninja Turtles on a Nintendo I system. I guess. 
It's a six-player co-op game too. Only online. A four-player. Oh, really? Yeah, four-player four if you're on couch. Okay. So anyway, it's fun. It looks like a 1980s uh, arcade, arcade yeah. beat 'em up, and it looks fun. It's just equal to Turtles in Time. Is it? Is it officially? No, oh, no but oh, that's okay. what it, that's what it's like. You oh know? yeah, it looks just like it, and it, it looks fun. Uh, I'm very excited to play that, and I'm also excited. Uh, I get to see Jurassic World next week, uh, the new one. Uh, and then also uh, the new Elvis movie is coming out. Everybody, I didn't know if y'all knew that. Yeah, the I can't. Baz Lorman has Baz Lorman. Yeah. Well, I like Baz Lorman. I think he's a like a very uh, talented director who swings for the fences at yeah. all times. I like his movies. Yeah, I like his movies quite a bit. And uh, Guillermo del Toro just called it uh, a masterpiece. So mm-hmm. if Guillermo del Toro liked it, I at least deserve to give it a chance. Fair. Point taken. Uh, what about you? Um, I've been reading these Dorwin Kinder books that are like these visual guide type things. I, I'm kind of into them. Like there's one I own called uh, Timelines of Everything, where they have visual timelines of like important things in history and just oh, yeah? history history from like the Big Bang onwards. And it's like I don't know. I mean, I, I like the visual thing of learning different complex subjects in a very easy kind of bite sized way. I know these are books for kids. But they're not marketed as such, and they're not written as such. Like you kind of have to have some awareness. Yeah. What so is this book called? It's called uh, it's Dorian Kinder Smithsonian series Timelines of Everything. Oh, cool. And th- there's another book I got called Darling Kinder's um, Book on Technology. Darling. Darling Kinder. Darling. Okay. And it's um, and the the technology one's really cool because they're breaking down complex subjects. Like, okay, here's how um, I don't know, a quantum computer would work. You know, and it's like visuals and drawings and stuff. It's like, I don't know, shit like that is cool. So Awesome. Yeah. Real Dave, what about you? Anything tickling your geek? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to turn 40. That should be tickling your geek. I'm not sure yet. I remember, <laughs> I remember when that happened almost eight years ago. You're, you're saying you're, you're having a crisis or something? I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Huh. It's weird, though. Uh, so I... Birthday's uh, often a weird time for me. Like I, I generally get depressed around my birthday. When is it? When is the birthday? It's in two weeks. Okay. Um, so I, I generally get depressed around my birthday. Um, this is my first birthday where I'm medicated. So, so you might be enjoyable. I might. Yeah, it might be okay. It might just be another so day. It might just be. Well, another yeah, day. It'll, it'll it be another just day. Be just fine. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you, dude. For for my forty, I was I was worried. I was nervous. I was freaking out beforehand. And then after it happened, I'm like, you know what? I don't feel any different. It's just life. It's just a number. Just, no, just I life, get that it's know? a number. It's just the, I don't know. There's a lot. I get you. There's a lot. There's feelings that happen. Can I so. just say, though, like, it's okay to you look feelings. like you've you've gone back in time, like, seven years from the last time I saw you. <laughs> like, you've dropped, like, a ton of weight and everything. You look, <laughs> you look like, fucking way younger than the last time I saw you. That's good to hear. That's yeah. nice to hear. <laughs> so Thank that you. makes you feel any better. It does. Thank you. I found all your weight you lost. Yeah, I was about to say all the weight you lost (laughs) somehow found its way to me. (laughs) This damn COVID. Um, All right. Yeah, doing. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, That's not entirely true, but I can't talk about some of what I'm doing. So, oh, uh, it's not legal, everybody. We don't want it on record. We don't want to record <laughs> we that. We don't want any, when, any on evidence. The day, on the day you turn 40, listen to Judas Priest's Reckless, because there's a lyric in there. 
<laughs> There's a lyric in there about That's how he's young back. and lethal, and you yeah. can feel that too. Are we playing Reckless on on, metal, on MSR Chaos? We might later? have to at this point. Um, for me, there's a couple things I want to talk about. I haven't started yet, but For All Mankind Season 3 started this weekend. I haven't started yet, but I'm very excited to I watch am too. Uh, I'm trying go- to rewatch the whole series. Are you? I'm trying to force my wife to watch the oh, whole so series. Oh, so good. Because I want her to watch it because I think she would really like they it. They go to Mars in this, year, in this season. At least it's what they tease yeah. in the no. trailer. Um, uh, but she's like very adverse to it because it kind of, I guess the first episode feels like a political drama. Mm. And she's like, eh, I don't like political drama. It's not really. And I'm like, it's not a political drama. No, it's not. But it's awesome. Um, for me, like it, Sean. a lot of the, this past week and this weekend, this coming up week, there's a lot of stuff that would have been non-E3 because E3 is actually not happening, but they're still doing virtual some virtual stuff. Um, today was the Xbox um, press conference, whatever they want to call it. Anything good? Um, there's a game I'm excited for. It's called High on Life. It's uh, made it's like from Ratchet and Clank. It's made by Squanchy Games, which is uh, from the Rick and Morty creators. And you're a character, you're a bounty hunter, and all your guns are talking guns and animals and stuff like that. It, like it the looks, first person shooter? Yeah. Um, it looks a I won't like it then. It, do you remember Oddworld Stranger's Wrath? Mm hmm. It's it feels like that game, but a modern version of that game. But I am so looking forward to that. Uh, as well as they showed a lot for Diablo Four, and apparently it's going to be couch co-op. So what does that mean? That two people can sit on. I get that, but why is that important? Because it's a game my wife and I can play together on oh, the couch, okay. and it's so rare that a game offers that yes. anymore. So. It's usually there's online co-op things like that, but couch co-op is it's sort of rare. That's why that it takes two. games. I've never played a single Diablo game in my life. Really? Yeah. I'm playing the. I, have, I logged so many hours in Diablo two. It's probably Diablo three for me. I played. Diablo three was okay, but man, I played the absolute living shit out of. I played the first Diablo level 2. of the Diablo mobile game. It's okay. I couldn't tell you one thing about Diablo, other than the name sounds cool. Great game. The first yes. one is almost impossible to play at this point because the, some of the game mechanics. It's essentially the same. It's the same premise. It's the same essential setup, but it's very difficult to play because they made so many improvements to it. Over yeah, the, for the, sure. The first one's very hard to go back to at this point. I did uh, download a game for my Switch today. I downloaded KOTOR 2. I okay. the Old Republic 2. I've never played that. Is that the... Is that no longer available on Xbox? I thought it was a little free on Xbox. I don't know. They've re- they've redone it and they said uh, recently. I think it was Obsidian that made it because like the first one did really well and they're like, hey, we need a game like real quick, so they made part two. I'm also, looking forward to aren't playing. Aren't they remastering it. it again or making a new version? They're making a new one. A new yeah. one. I thought they were just revamping the old I one. I think so. I think it's brand new. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for that, the Star Wars stuff. That and I want to go back and play uh, Jedi Fallen Order because I redownloaded it today. Oh yeah. Because, because there's of the a trailer? lot of well the new trailer and there's a lot there's elements. Uh, from Obi-Wan theories. Sort of. Yes. Yeah. Like, there's a level in there that you go to that's in the show. Yep. And, the, and a lot of the Inquisitor stuff, too. So Yes, but those Inquisitors in the game are not in the show. Right. I know. I know that. Uh, looking forward to that, too. So but It is a fun game. Yeah. Hard, but fun. Yep. That's what she said. Exactly. On that note, anybody else have any anything they wanted to talk about before we wrap it up? Sean knows all about that. No. <laughs> what? Fard, but fun, but hard. Okay. Fard. 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 That's the new acronym for it. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, all right, so let's do some house cleaning here. Of course, you can find us on the interweb at the metal at metalgeeks.net. We're also part of ESO Network, esonetwork.com. Check out all the cool shows that make up the ESO Network. Um, we're on all social medias at Metal Geeks. Uh, we're any place you can download your your favorite podcaster. Our podcast on podcaster. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on all those places. So uh, check us out. Who's next? What he said. What I said about checking us out. Thank you. Fun but hard. That's the name of the title <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave. What about you, sir? You can find me at Red Viking Dave on your social media of choice, uh, and if you can't, it's because I'm not there. <laughs> All right. I mean, that makes sense, right? You can tell his feelings are coming out right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, our special guest? Uh, at the Metal Pigeon, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No one ever finds me, though. They find you. <laughs> trust me. What, are you, what do, are you writing about these days? They do find me. Well, uh, just doing more reviews. And so I have other things on the go, but I I can't decide which I want to do. So I'm like writing on a bunch of different things. Uh-huh. And it's a problem. <laughs> so. And you can find uh, Sean here on the on the MSR cast. Mm-hmm. We're going to record a new, a new episode tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And what about you? I mean, if anyone on? cares, no, uh, no, nobody, no, does. nobody really does because they get angry about my opinions, like Carrie. I don't get angry. I just get annoyed. <laughs> it's, it's like There's getting, a difference. It's like getting angry. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, you can find me at George Trips on all social medias. Uh, and uh, if you have anything important to say, hit me up on Twitter. That's right. I very rarely go on there now. Twitter's become a hellscape. It Hasn't hellscape. it always been? No, no, not when it started. It's yeah. extra. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's extra, extra helly. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Can't believe we actually got to do it in person again. It's I'm been excited. a lot of fun. It was nice to look you guys in your eyes. Good to said. see you as we respond to your crazy accusations. No, it was good to see you, to look in your guys' eyes as I as you said something I disagreed with. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was looking at right at you, dude. But uh, as always, we have one last thing we have to say. That is. Uh, please continue to keep it metal. Thank you kindly. We just totally turned into NPR real quick. This is NPR. I'm gonna oh, have keep it geeky. Oh, hey, there he goes. You. <laughs> uh, and then also keep it Star Warsy, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Keep it fun but hard. Fun but hard. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved. Blah 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. Hey, you know how you don't have any friends? It's fine. The Flopcast will be your friend. Your weird podcast friend. Join us on The Flopcast every week for a silly conversation about cartoons, music, comic books, chickens, and obscure 80s pop culture trivia that no one, literally no one, could possibly care about. Find us at Flopcast.net and on the ESO Network. It'll be our little secret. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. <laughs>